Pal Sovra Amya Consulting is here to assist with all your consulting needs. Parenting classes, doula consultation, homeschooling guidance, and much more. Get the needed assistance from those with experience who understand the plight of life and are here to help. Contact us for a free consultation. Check out our website at www.horconsulting.com for more details. by Ashia associated with HR Consulting is accepting new clients. That's right. As a mother of 12, a woman and advocate for women's health, I am here to assist those with the needed knowledge for pre-pregnancy, pregnancy, labor and delivery, and beyond. With years of experience, I am here to help guide moms in the most important task in womanhood, bringing life into this earth. I also provide support with lactation and in cases of loss of fetus, emotional support as well. Schedule your free consultation. That's right. I said free consultation today. And if you have any questions, contact us at 312-761-4188 for more information. Also follow Doulaship by Ashia on Instagram. Peace and blessings. It's my phone. Let me send out this reminder to everybody to tune in to the podcast. D E M L A W Done. Placing on the track, boy. Let's start the conversation. Hey, shalom, 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 everybody. 
Most high in Christ bless you. Until then, to about them lost podcast, you're listening to it right I'm you. Happy Sabbath, everybody. Happy New Year. What's cracking, everybody? What's good? What's good? What's good? How's everybody doing? How's everybody doing? How's everybody doing? How's everybody doing? Who we got in the building, man? Who we got in the building? Getting everybody time um to chime in. This is about them lost podcast, and we back again this Sabbath. All right, it's a new moon, it's a new year, all praises to the Most High, all praises to the Most High, all praises to the Most High. Um, I pray everybody's good, man, I pray everybody's good. Who we got in the building? We got Princess of the Highest in the building, we got Baruch, New Jersey in the house, we got Miss Green is in the house. Um, Sister Naomi in the house um, And those that are listening on the podcast Again, thank you as always for tapping in Listening in um, Appreciate everybody chiming in Sharing the content Sharing the information um, Feedback is wonderful All glory to the Most High All glory to the Most High um, Those that's watching the YouTube I appreciate those that's sharing the content as well That's putting it in, in various groups that you are in Because you see that the um, information is worth something and may all glory go to the Most High at the end of the day. He get all the glory and all the praise and favor of His Son. Uh, I want to touch on something real quick, uh, real quick before we get um and we, and we're concluding the conversation dealing with um suicide. I pray everybody been able to see the first, the previous two conversations. Um, I pray they've been edifying. Um, all praise to the Most High for that. Um, but I want to address something real quick. Because um, again, um, Shavon, grab, grab for me um, Romans fifteen and four. The book of Romans chapter fifteen and verse four. I want to read this. Hey, Shalom, Sister Tiffany is in the building, and all those chiming in. Hey, happy Sabbath, Shabbat Shalom, everybody. Happy New Moon, Happy New Year. I um, read that for me real quick. Let me touch this real quick. For whatsoever things were written aforetime were written for our learning. That we, through patience and comfort of the scriptures, might have hope. Now, I want you to call and read it one more time for me, nice and slow. The book of Romans, chapter 15, verse 4. For whatsoever things were written aforetime were written for our learning, that we, through patience and comfort of the scriptures, might have hope. So, I always thought here, um, the whole Bible is important. Well, we all agree the whole Bible is important, right? The whole Bible is important, and it's very, very important for us to do what? Read. It's important for us to read. Scripture tells us, hold on again, blessed is he that read it. Um, we have scriptures about saying, with all you're getting, get an understanding. Um, even Christ kept on saying, he that have an ear, let him hear. Those got understanding. It's very important to read. Why as you mentioned that, Ryan? Stay in the book of Romans. I want you to go to chapter 14, the previous chapter. And I want to touch, it's a lot of different um, Israelites that's at different levels of understanding and have different types of understanding. And for the most part, not all, I want to make sure I mention that for the most part, not all specifically, um, Israelites that come from one sector of the Israelite community. A lot of times, if you're not saying exactly what I say, if you're not, um, um, believing the exact lock, step, and key, what it is, then you're off, or you don't have understanding, 
or even they'll go as further to to misuse another verse and saying um that we read um I, I gotta grab it. if two um if two how can two walk together unless they agree do you believe that's talking about two believers when we read it in context even when remember precept gotta be upon precept Two, that was dealing with a person who ain't trying to serve the most high and a person is trying to serve the most high. If you are keeping the Passover at, say, now, when another person, you're keeping the laws to keep the Passover. It's not where if you're not keeping it at evening on this particular day, you're evil. Where is that? Let me show y'all something real quick. Romans 15, what you talking about? And this, and this is very contrary to the different teachers that we don't have in the past that, that is repeating what they heard. And when you go to the root of it, a lot of these um, different interpretations were to divide the room, was to separate folks. It wasn't about um, us doing what the Most High said. Do the Most High said to keep the Passover, to keep the New Moon, and these things. And and, and because the person they keeping it at your time, according to what you understand, they keeping it. Who's the judge? Oh, who who is the who is the keeping of these things for the Most High? Who's gonna interpret it if it's acceptable or not acceptable? The Most High. Majority of our people don't know what the hell a Passover is. They don't know what a new moon is. They damn sure don't care about a Sabbath. But you, do you see? Do we comprehend the various strifes of those that is keeping a Sabbath, that is keeping a Passover, that is keeping a new moon? When the bulk of our people don't have a clue, ain't keeping it at all. Let me show y'all something real quick. Blessed see the reader, Romans chapter fourteen. I want you to start at verse one. The book of Romans chapter 14 and verse 1. Him that is weak in the faith, receive ye, but not to doubtful di- disputations. I-, I want you to read it nice and slow. The book of Romans chapter 14 and verse 1. Him that is weak in the faith, receive ye, but not to doubtful disputations. Him that is weak in the faith, right? Receive ye, but not to doubtful disputation. Anybody know what disputations is? The root word in that in disputation is what? Dispute. What is a dispute? I'm going to slow it down just a little bit. Because a lot of this stuff we think is a part of our belief. To, 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 to argue and to debate and to um, strive with one another. We're talking about believers now. I'm going to read it again. Disputation. Dispute. Um, call, call, call and read again. Romans. The book of Romans chapter 14 verse 1. Him that is weak in the faith receive ye, but not to doubtful disputations. Mm-hmm. For one believeth that he may eat all things. So one person may believe that they can eat all things. Right? Read. Another who is weak eateth herbs. Another person may believe the only thing I'm going to do is eat herbs. What we'll call today is what, like ve- vegetarians, right? Read on. Let not him that eateth despite him that eateth he not. Said, uh, now, now, Paul is using a very plain, um, understandable, tangible example to prove a more heavier divine position and point. 
I'm going to say it again. Paul is using something very relatable to explain something very deep spiritual. I want you to read verse 2 and 3 together again. For for one believeth that he may eat all things. Somebody may believe in eat all things, right? And that all things also. What you're saying now, brother, we can eat pork. We ain't talking. Come on now. Let's be for real. We understand that we're supposed to keep the dietary law. But a lot of times, a lot of these the different things are bleeded over into things and areas that, that it do not correlate with. I'm going to show you as we read on. Read verse 2, two, two again. They weren't arguing about pork here. Well, what about you saying, yeah, we're going to go in and, and, and bust down the pork? Watch this. We, we, uh, I'm, read on. I'm jumping into myself. For one believeth that he, that he may eat all things. Another mm-hmm. who is weak. Eateth herbs. Watch this. Let not him that eateth despise him that eateth not. Mm-hmm. Let and let not him which eateth not judge him that eateth. It says, "Let him that eateth despise him that eateth not, and let not him which eateth not judge him that eateth." Read. For God hath received him. For what? For God hath received him. Right. Read on. Who art thou that judgeth another man's servant? Wait a minute. Verse four said what? Who art thou that judges another man's servant? Read verse four again. Who art thou that judges another man's servant? Whose servants are we? Go. We're doing a whole lot of judging. Whose servants are we? I want to gauge the room real quick. Because I, I think a lot of times we get it confused who we doing this for. I'm again, I'm gonna say it again. I think it get confused a lot. Who do you keep Sabbaths for? Who do you keep um, um, Passovers for? Who do you keep new moons for? Who do you keep the laws for? I think we have it kind of twisted here. I want you to call and read, read that one again. The book of Romans chapter 14, verse 4. Mm-hmm. Who art thou that judges another man's servants? We, uh, who am I to judge the most high servant? And what is it? And, and once again, again, with a lot of different interpretations and repetitive repeating of, of interpretations, we kind of get it confused. All, all. So you're saying we can't judge, brother? Judge in specific matters. We already know we're supposed to keep the dietary law. We already know we're supposed to keep the Sabbath. We know we're supposed to keep the new moons. We know we're supposed to keep the Passovers. We're supposed to keep all the high holy days of the Most High God in favor of His Son. But where, but, but so, so, so where does the disputation come from? Where does the dispute come from? Where does the dividing of the room come from? Because you didn't keep it the exact date that I kept it at the same time. Okay, where did you get the understanding of to keep it at at, at, at your date? Because I am keeping it, and you are keeping it. And the law said for, is, is for us to keep it. But some folks have been so indoctrinated with dividing of the room doctrines that they honestly believe that's the interpretation of the scriptures. Let me ask y'all something real quick. Let me use a lame. Can, can, can I look and, and, and keep Romans 14? Because we're going to read some more in it. We're going to get it all in, in context. Then we're going to get back on point dealing with um, 
suicide. Cause I got a litany of scriptures to show you that about suicide in um, the scriptures. When, when Christ, our King was on the scene, when Christ, our King was on the scene and when he was going through saying that he was the son of God and that now folks got to go through him to get to the father. I want to hear y'all. I, I want, I want y'all to really think about this for a second. Just like, we, um, um, how, how do we you used to hear it on, on Sesame street when he's younger, let's put on our thinking caps. Let's put on our thinking caps for a minute. When Christ was on the scene and he was coming with the new understanding that things are now going through him. He's the ultimate sacrifice. People been following the laws of Moses in those traditions for the longest. Now the ones that not, we already know scripturally for the most part, a lot of folks didn't believe. Even though it was miracles, it was all these different physical proven matters. Folks were still debating like, I don't know about that. Because that ain't what grandma and this ain't what, this what we've been doing for a long time, right? Now, even the ones that believed on Christ, right? Right? The ones that believed on Christ. Do you think that that belief that when they believed on Christ that day, He brought it out, or you saw the miracle, whatever the case or situation was, that you came to the understanding that he was the Son of God and that now we got to believe on him. Do you think they stopped sacrificing? That they never went and did another sacrifice? Do you think that they shunned the family members that wasn't there when they got their understanding? Do you think they had to be some form of living a life in front of them, some form of showing them, trying to let them know what you understand and, and how um, you would like for them to, to understand this as well? A lot of times we kind of look at these scriptures in, 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 a, in, in a fairy tale kind of way, like there's no process. Is anybody confused on what, on, on what I'm saying? Those that actually believed on Christ, oh yeah, hey, did, hey, he's the guy. Did everybody around them believe the same thing that they believed? Did now they go back to to to, to today house? They they understand Christ, and now say everybody is wicked now. <laughs> they had to bring people up to a, a understanding through time and patience. What you believe right now, and I love using this analogy. What you believe right now, brothers and sisters, ain't what you always believe. It took time. And it took a process for you to get to the point you were. And you ain't done um, um, right now. We are forever learning, the Bible says. But if somebody ain't seeing the things the way the things um the way you are seeing it. How in the hell is they just off or wicked or God don't want them? And all, I done heard some buck wild stuff. We don't read it. We don't read no examples of that. But a lot of times folks that, that bring out these scriptures, they attach a lot of demonic analogies to it. 
So now when a brother or sister come across these same things, what's your default your uh default thought? That breakdown you heard over and over again and repeated. So now if a person ain't doing exactly what you're doing, even though the Bible said, keep the Sabbath day. Well, you ain't keeping it right. At, all praise to the most high, at least they is keeping it. At the end of the day, the most high is going to judge that. Oh, well, you ain't keeping a new moon. I was saying, hey, they keeping a new moon. Uh, who is they doing it for? At the end of the day, the most high is going it, 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 to judge whether he accepts that or not. They keeping it though. Passover, so forth and so forth. A lot of times, like I said, we we gotta be mindful. We gotta be mindful that we ain't handling folks with an off spirit. That ain't the way Christ rode. That ain't where none of our other forefathers and mothers rode in the Bible. And a lot of times we we're attaching these new off spirits. To things that's not even in the Bible. Let me let, let, let me get back to it. Romans fourteen. Um, read one on down again. I want you to read down to verse eight. The book of Romans, chapter fourteen, verse one. Watch this. He that is weak in the faith, receive ye, but not to doubtful disputations. A person that's weak in the faith, faith, uh, 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 <laughs> they weak in the faith. I mean, they have selected understanding. Let's use that term. The Lord said receive them, right? He didn't say shun them. Oh, if their faith ain't like your faith, get the hell away from me or you off and, or, or any discouraging or disparaging remarks. It says, but not to, 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 to doubtful disputations. Because a person don't see what you see, now you're bringing doubt to them. That because they're not seeing and uncomprehending exactly what you're seeing it right now, that God ain't dealing with them or don't want them. Who made you the spokesperson for God? God told you, hey, rhyme your tail um that sister. I ain't I ain't I ain't respecting her 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 new moons. He ain't tell me that. All I know in the Bible it says that we to keep the new moon. I ain't tell them I'm not uh, respecting it. It's a whole lot of folks that ain't keeping no Passovers. Some folks keeping Easter. Some folks keep, keeping um, what the hell that pagan they just passed? Negroes in uh, St. Patrick's Day. Yep. <laughs> I saw more folks in St. Patrick's Day than I ever seen in my whole life this year. Greened out, painted face, everything, lucky charms all over the place. We have to be mindful. We we got more venom for folks trying to serve the Lord than folks who are completely following wickedness. wickedness. Be mindful of your spirit. Who is we doing this for? What is we representing? We have to be mindful, man. It says what? Verse 2. For one believeth that he may eat all things, another who is weak eateth herbs. Let not him that eateth despise him that eateth not. And let not him which eateth not judge him that eateth. For God hath received him. Who art thou? For God hath received him. Watch this, read on. Who art thou that judges another man's servant? Who is you to judge another man's servant? We ain't talking about, oh, well, you should um, uh, um you should not. We ain't telling no nobody not to keep the laws of God. Is you crazy? 
But because somebody is not keeping God's law specifically the exact lockstep and key where you do it, then you ain't doing it right. With all the bad information, bad curses, um, um, all the different things in the earth, the way you're thinking right now is the way everybody in the world should be thinking. We have to be mindful. Again, you understand what you understand right now to, 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 to today. You ain't always thought this way. You believe the whole lot of things with the same vigor and the same energy. It was wrong. Be mindful. Who is we doing this for? Who, who, who is we really want to accept our sacrifice on uh, uh, today? The most high. We want his approval. Watch this. Read on. To his own master he standeth or falleth. It says, Who art thou to judge another man's servant? To his own master he standeth or falleth. Read. Yea, he shall be holding up, for God is able to make him stand. Watch this. One man esteemeth one day above another. Uh huh. Another esteemeth every day alike. Uh huh. Let every man be fully persuaded in his own mind. What the last part say? Let every man be fully persuaded in his own mind. Read again. Let every man be fully persuaded in his own mind. Persuaded in his own mind that I'm doing this for the most high. Not persuaded, but I'm trying to uh, um, be persuaded in my mind to impress you, Shavon. I'm persuaded in my own mind to to um to um to persuade or to be liked by. Let's let's really we let's really change. We are persuading our mind not to get the most high acknowledgement, but really to get an acknowledgement of another man or another woman. Again, we have to go back to the root. Who is we doing this for? Is we doing this for social media likes or is we doing this for the acknowledgement of the most high? For our labels to be written in the book. Is we still is, is we still about the Bible? Or is this a new new thing we're trying to bring in the earth? It says at the bottom of verse 5 in Romans, the 14th chapter, it says, let every man be fully persuaded in his own mind. Some folks, um, um, for those who are friends with me on social media, it's many folks that kept the, um, 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 the new moon uh, um, at a certain time. I still say, hey, happy new moon to them. I don't know every time they post a new moon, I'm trying to get bust down a breakdown of what. No, 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 no. All prayers to the most high. Because who is it for at the end of the day? It's for the most high. All prayers you're keeping the new moon. I'm keeping it too. We don't know if the most high accepted or not accepted in that day. Scripture said, man, we 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 laboring to be accepted by him. So watch this. Um read on, read on, read on. Let's let's get through this. This ain't uh, what I'm really trying to get into. Give me verse six through eight. He that regardeth the day, regarded it unto the Lord. Mm-hmm. And he that regardeth not the day, to the Lord he doeth not regard it. He that eateth, eateth to the Lord. 
for he giveth God thanks. He that is not to the Lord, he is not, and give God thanks. Mm-hmm. For none of us live. We both praise. If if you keeping the the full moon or dark moon, we both giving glory to the Most High, ain't we? According to the understanding we have at this moment, whether you keeping Passover right now, two weeks from now, uh, who is it in honor of the Most High? He's the one that, that that it's for. We have to be mindful, man. A lot of these different things that folks push is to divide is to divide the room and to create separation, not to bring things together. You got to be mindful. You have to be studying. You have to be in the spirit, or you ain't not catching. Well, once again, you'll be the same thing that a lot of us fell victim to in the Christian churches, repeating what Pastor said. We have to be mindful. Um, let's read. Where's where's you at? Um, verse seven, correct? Yes. Read on the book of Romans, chapter fourteen, and verse seven. For none of us liveth to himself, mm-hmm. and no man dieth to himself. Watch this. For whether we live, we live unto the Lord. Uh-huh. And whether we die, we die unto the Lord. Uh-huh. Whether we live thereof or die, we are the Lord's. Everything we're doing is to the Most High. I'm sorry. So if, if, if some folks are not keeping the moon, new moon because they believe and understand the new moon, they doing it because of an organizational cap they're a part of. I don't run across a lot of folks couldn't break down the reason why they keep the new moon, whether it's uh, full or dark. They can't explain it. They just can't. It's tradition. Mm. It ain't to the most high. We have to make sure that what we are doing, keep it in mind, first and foremost, who is we doing it for? And when you know who you're doing it for, then you can do it with a smile. <laughs> you 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 ain't doing it to, to, to create strife and contention or to divide our people up more than what they already are. We have to keep this stuff in mind. Be mindful. Everybody hopping up talking about the Bible really ain't about the scriptures. It's more copy and and paste. <laughs> I hate using that term, but it is what it is. It's a lot of copy and paste prophets online. It's a lot. It's a lot. But they ain't fooling the most high. They ain't fooling Christ. They say, you know, I know a person by what they fruits. But so watch this. Um, as we done with that, mm-hmm. I want you to read verse five again. Then uh, we don't move on. The book of Romans chapter fourteen, verse five: One man esteemeth one day above another; another esteemeth every day alike. Let every man be fully persuaded in his own mind. Hey, be persuaded in your own mind, brother. Be persuaded in your, in your own mind, sister. Remember who are you doing it for? I want to bring a brother or sister up to a level who was celebrating St. Patrick's Day. I don't have uh, scriptures to debate a brother on whether he don't, he don't keep the new moon full or dark. I don't. Who are you doing it for? The most high. Okay, he's going to be the judge because we're doing it for him. I have scriptures for folks who believe that the color of Christ is white. We, we're dealing with, with more bigger pictures. The big elephant in the room. Be mindful of what folks really want to debate and argue on and other things they got no energy for. We got scriptures today on suicide. 
But some folks will want to argue you down about um, Sabbaths, um, about the new moon, about, Pat, about all these other things. When both of us is keeping it, ain't you keeping it? I'm keeping it. Who are we keeping it for? Most highs on the, uh, uh, um, in that day let us know if, if, if he was with it or not with it. But it's some bigger fish to fry. Isn't that a worldly term? It's bigger fish to fry. But as you study, and as the most high start dealing with a lot of your brothers and sisters, you're going to start realizing and shamefully coming to, to terms with a lot of the things being told is, um, is unbiblical. And you don't have to overcome that hurdle as well, along the other things that you're working and overcoming. Sadly, that's the condition of the battle that, that we're in. Um, let's get into this. The Bible talks about, um, start, go to the book of Judges, chapter 16. Let's get back on top. On, on topic. We're dealing with, um, let me put my ticket at the bottom of it. Hey, Shabbat Shalom to everybody. Happy Sabbath to every brother and sister. Happy New Moon. Um, happy New Year's. Um, all praises to the Most High. All praise to, to, to the most high. But we're talking about today, black suicide, Israelite suicide, same solutions, and we're dealing with the conclusion. Now I want to unpack the scriptures pertaining to this and the solutions. The call to actions that we got to have coming to this specific issue because contrary to why everybody up here arguing about <laughs> when and where and how it's bigger issues, brothers and sisters, are dealing with that don't nobody give a damn about. They got all the time, they got all the energy to argue down with that. But when it comes to suicide, depression, when it comes to rape, all these d- d- different things, so forth and so on, quiet is the worst. Be mindful, man. Be mindful, brothers and sisters. Judges. Chapter 16. Now, the Bible records, it's recorded in our scriptures, in our history book. Seven different accounts of either suicide or suicidal behavior. Listen to what I'm saying. According to the Bible, in our records, what we have today in our hands, there's seven accounts of either suicide or suicidal behavior. I want you to read Shavon for whole um, Judges 16. Give me Romans 15 and 4. One, one more again. Romans 15 and 4. Romans 15 and 4. Happy Sabbath to everybody. Happy Sabbath to everybody for coming in. The book of Romans, chapter 15, and verse 4. For whatsoever things were written aforetime were written for our learning. It was written. So the. The seven accounts of either suicide or suicidal behavior was written in the Bible for our learning. We have to shake that spirit of um, that's not us, that our people don't have issues. If there's anybody that got issues in the earth, it's us. If anybody going through if, if, if anything dealing with struggle, with trying to um, with pain, heartache, the face of it should be the Israelites. No, the Bible said nobody in the earth have got done the way we got done. But uh, we don't. Uh, um, the ills of of uh, 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 of this world don't affect us. No, we got to be crazy. Um, 
Judges chapter 16. So let's deal with the first. Somebody knocking on the door? No? I thought I heard somebody knock. Um, Judges chapter 16. I'm trying to see where I want you to start it. I want you to read this whole thing. I got a lot of scriptures. Um, Judges chapter 16. Everybody know about Samson, right? Um, start at let's give me chapter sixteen. All I want is verse twenty-five to thirty. Let's 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 get to the end. Um, if you want to read about Samson, start off in Judges. Um, where start? I think chapter eleven. No, is it twelve? They start talking about Samson. Um, or is it thirteen? I think it's thirteen. Yeah, if, if, if you want me brought up to speed about Samson, you want to start in the book of Judges, chapter 13. But I want to get straight to the point so we ain't um, detracting or losing the thought of what we're talking about. When Judges, chapter 16, I want you to read verse 16. I mean, I'm sorry. <laughs> Judges, chapter 16, verse 25 through 30, all right? It, and it came to pass when their hearts were married that they said, call for Samson. So to bring you up to speed, um, Samson was putting in work for Israel as usual. It came to a point where um, Samson um, was messing with a heathen woman. Um, she was trying to find out what where lied his um, his strength, his power, and um, she wasn't doing it because she loved them. She was actually an agent for her own people. That's why, and she was trying to find his weakness because he would whoop her people all the time. So so um he told her where his um strength lied in, where he where he perceived his strength lied, lied in at. Um and she cut his hair. And he was subdued by our enemies, the Philistines. Okay, and um right now they have him um I'm trying to get the term for what something that we, we can understand. And like their city hall, their main gathering place, and they're making mockery and exploiting the, 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 the leader of Israel, the warrior for Israel, right? So um, let's jump forward. Let's, let's, let's start at verse 25 now. And it came to pass when their hearts were married that they said, call for Samson that he may make a sport. So they're having a good time. They're partying. They had um, Samson captive. They not only did they cut his hair off, I believe they cut his eyeballs out. Took, took his sight. It took his sight away from him. Is everybody bringing him uh, up to speed? So, um, by all common understanding, Samson is catching hell, ain't he? He in a horrible predicament. His life, his situation, ain't looking too good right now. What we all agree. Read on. And they called for Samson out of the prison house, mm-hmm. and he made them sport. And they set him between the pillars. And Sam- read that again. You read that wrong. Start, start, start at verse twenty-five. Read the words on the page. The book of Judges, chapter sixteen, and verse twenty-five. And it came to pass when their hearts were merry that they said, "Call for Samson, that he may make a sport." That he may make a sport. Make a sport means to entertain. That's how we got the we got sports today. 
basketball, football, baseball, sports, those things are entertainment. The uh, um, the uh, original thing before all that was um, what they call them um, court gestures, mm-hmm. which were clowns. But they want to bring Samson there to entertain. Was, did, did, did they want Samson to crack jokes? No, they want to bring him because to make mockery of him. Because he was the leader and warrior of Israel that they had defeated, so they thought. But watch this. It says what? And they called for Samson out of the prison house, and he made them sport. And they set him between the pillars. And they set him between two pillars, all right? Two pillars, right? Read. And Samson said unto the lad that hailed him by the hand, Suffer me that I may feel the pillars whereupon the house standeth, that I may lean upon them. So he asked the lad to put his hands on the pillars because Samson could not see. They took his eyeballs out. If you read the um, history and story before, you'll be brought up to speed. Read. Now the house was full of men and women. So this place that they was partying at was full of men and women, right? Read. And all the lords of the Philistines were there. And the leaders of the Philistines were there. The leaders were there. Read. And there were upon the roof about 3,000 men and women. Now, this wasn't a small place. Anybody that know about parties and events, um, 3,000 people, um, read the part again. And there were upon the roof about 3,000 men and women. There was 3,000 people that was on the roof. So this wasn't no um, tavern or no small little club. They were somewhere big getting it in like a palace. I would say that this, this had to be a palace. We ain't talking about the folks that's on the inside with the leaders. He says about 3,000 people that's just on the roof partying. I'm trying to paint the picture for y'all real quick. Read. That beheld while Samson made sport. So it was 3,000 people up there on the roof looking down at Samson while they was cracking jokes on him. Making, my God, look at Samson. This the guy that did all this killing of our people. Look at him now. He ain't so tough now. He ain't so strong now. They had all the jokes. All the evil words for Samson, right? Read. And Samson called unto the Lord. And And Samson called unto the Lord. Read. And said, O Lord God, remember me, I pray thee. Now, he's talking to our father now. He said what? O Lord God, remember me. He said, Lord, remember me. Read. I pray thee. Mm-hmm. And strengthen me. And sh- So hold on. I thought Samson's strength was in his hair. The Most High was giving him that strength. The Most High was giving Samson that strength. Read. I pray thee, only this once, O God, that I may be at once avenged of the Philistines for my two eyes. So hold on. He said, Lord, give me the strength so I can be able to avenge myself of my enemy. Right? So how is Samson finna do this? He can't see. Is a little boy finna hold his arms while he fight? How is he finna be able to avenge him? Read. And Samson took hold of the two middle pillars upon which the house stood. Call and read where you at. Some, some folks coming in. Uh, hey, happy Sabbath. Happy Sabbath. Where well, we got Lawkeeper 144 in the building. Happy Sabbath. 
The book of Judges, chapter 16, and verse 29. Read. And Samson took hold of the two middle pillars. Now, remember Samson in this position. He was um, between two pillars when they brought him in, right? He's between two pillars. Read. Upon which the house stood. Now, the, uh, it says upon where the house stood, meaning that these were some, these wasn't just two. He wasn't just holding a wall. These two walls were foundational walls. Those that have houses, it's certain um, beams that's important to keeping the house erected. Stand it up straight. He just happened to be on on the two pillars that was keeping that that was a part of the main foundation of this place. As we following along, read. And on which it was borne up, one of of the one with his right hand, and of the other with his left. Watch this. Read on. And Samson said, "Let me die with the Philistines." Hold on. I want you to call and read it, and I want you to read it real slow. Judges chapter sixteen and verse thirty. And Samson said, let me die with the Philistines. Now, wait a minute. Samson was going to war many times before this, embodying everything. He didn't die. Why was it now? How come? Hey, Lord, um, Lord, give give me shrimp. um, With that shrimp, give me my eyeballs back. The most I could have made his eyeballs pop back in his head. And and, uh, and, he could have killed everybody. But why is Samson saying, let me die with them? Now, what would that be interpreted today for somebody to say, let me die with something? I'm going to take my time with this. I don't want to rush through this because this is a very serious. These things are written aforetime time for our learning. And a lot of time we shoot through it. Thinking we we getting the understanding of it when we shouldn't pass what, what what the Most High is trying to show show to us. What 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 would Samson, what would this verbiage be interpreted as today? What would this verbiage that Samson? I want you to call it and read it again. The Book of Judges, chapter sixteen, and verse thirty. What Samson said? And Samson said, "Let me die with the Philistines." Let me die with the Philistines. A lot of folks that serve in the military or, or we see different things about war, they're not going in there with the intent to die. They're looking to go kill something and come back home and, have, and, and tell you the story about it. Nobody ain't saying, no, I'm dying here. That's not common. What would this verbiage that Samson is saying right now, what would that be termed today? What, how would that be interpreted as? Come on, brothers. Come on, sisters. And Samson said, let me die with the Philistines. Read on. And he bowed and he bowed himself with all his might. And the house fell upon the lords and upon all the people. That so so just to let you know, that would be called what? Suicidal behavior. He, that you want to die with somebody? Wouldn't you want to live and be able to tell everybody, hey, I killed all these Philistines. I pulled these two pillars down, killed, man, a whole bunch of them in there, man. Yeah, the most high was with me, I. Why tell the Lord, hey, let me die now with them. We have to take a hard look at that. 
a lot of our forefathers and mothers, I mean, well, forefathers, they died at war. Those ones with the war, the one that did, they, they died fighting. In the midst of battle, back and forth. Watch this. I want you to read verse 30 again. The book of Judges chapter 16 and verse 30. And Samson said, let me die with the Philistines. And he bowed himself with all his might. And the house fell upon the lords mm-hmm. and upon all the people that were, that were therein. So the dead which he slew at his death were more than they which he slew in his life. So what would that be called, y'all? I know a lot of folks probably the ones that well he 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 um he died for his people or he died to get back at them for revenge. I done heard a lot of ways for this to be looked at. Yeah, his folks died with him. How many times we heard about folks um um they have a um they have a term called suicide by proxy. Y'all ever heard it before? Suicide by proxy. That means the person don't want to take their own life. They want to be in an event where they die because of the event. Like some folks, are, um, some folks want to die by police. So you'd, you'd be surprised. Some folks uh, 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 create a scenario where the police come and they know if they do a certain thing, the police are going to shoot. So they, they want the police to kill them. I've seen this a lot on, on cops and stuff. Saying, kill me, kill me, then kill me. And, that, and they're trying to force the police to kill them. Then you find out the person, you know what I'm saying, wanted to die. And there's other type of scenario, but it's um, suicide by proxy. I mean, you, you want to, to die by the hands of somebody else. Right? Now, we're dealing with Samson, mighty forefather. Got busy. A lot of different um, superheroes is off his life, his actions. Here, here we go. Right. Lawfully basic posted up something real strong. And I know uh, some of this is like, like again, it, this, this is hard conversation now. Asking the Lord to take his life and that of others is a form of PTSD and suicidal ideation. Is y'all familiar with this language? PTSD, I believe, is post-traumatic stress disorder. What kind of PTSD would um what what um Samson have? Samson had a woman that he loved and wanted that really didn't love him, and was using him to 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 um to get back for her people. She played him, and 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 and, and, and for me he got weak. He was whooped. Eyeballs snatched out. Those are traumatic events. Do traumatic, do some, not all, not all, do some traumatic events make you feel like you don't want to be here no more? Yes. Yes, it is. 
We have it right here with Samson, but we don't want to see it. It wasn't, Lord, let me be able to, 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 to fight and kill and fight for my people continually. Nah, I'm at the end of my, you know, this is about it for me. Just let me be able to go out with a bang. That's one account. Samson. Go to first Samuel. Let's let's get get, get enough. And I know we don't want to say Samson suicided. We don't want to say that. That's a hard pill to swallow, brother. Nah, brother. Nah. It's, <laughs> these things was written four times for learning. We better talk about Samson the, the whole and complete person. Yes, he would behind. Yes, he killed many of Philistines. But guess what? Samson had issues as well too. Things got to him as well too. He didn't want to continue living after what happened to him too. But he said, Lord, let me go out with a bang. I'm using his plainness of speech. That's in the Bible. But now we want to, we, we only, and, and we have to watch this whole deal about just showing the good and talking about the good because that's not reality. Give the whole picture. Give the whole story. That's more relatable than this, this, this fictional, oh, everything was good. How good would you be if the woman um, you, you was with played you? You got your eyeballs cut out. Do anybody know about the eyeballs getting cut out? What kind of, and you still alive? Come on now. Do, do uh, y'all think that was surgically done where they gave him, um, they put him to sleep and gave him pain medication and gave him swabs and and, 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 and gave him some therapy for him to be able to? You, come on, y'all. Something traumatic happened to him. But we don't want to dig that deep in the Bible, brother. This is how we know we the people of the book. We fit these these scriptures. Watch this on First Samuel chapter thirty one. Let's go there. First Samuel's chapter thirty one. I want you just to read to me verse one through five. First Samuel's the book of First Samuel chapter thirty one and verse one. Mm-hmm. Now the Philistines fought against Israel, and the men of Israel fled from before the Philistines. And fell down slain in Mount Gilboa. Mm-hmm. And the Philistines followed hard upon Saul and upon his Y'all sons. remember who Saul was, right? Is everybody familiar with Saul? That was our first what? King. We do remember that, right? We know who Saul was. Saul was tall. Uh, 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 look, looked it good and everything. Do we remember this? So, once again, I want you to call and read again. I want you to read from one again. I want you to read it nice and slow for everybody. All right. The book of First Samuel, chapter thirty-one, verse one. Now the Philistines fought against Israel, and the men of Israel fled from before the Philistines. And the men of Israel fled from before the Philistines. So we were losing. 
Right, read. And fell down slain in Mount Gilboa. And fell down slain in Mount Gilboa. Read. And the Philistines followed hard upon Saul. And the Philistine was now following Saul. Because, you know, our, our leaders went to war. They, they, they didn't stay back and run their mouth. They actually went out there and, and, and was at battle with us. That's another story for another time. Read. And upon his sons. And the Philistines slew Jonathan and Abinadab and Malcheshua. Saul's sons. So Saul's sons, while he was on the run from them, they got captured and killed. It's one thing for you to lose what? The battle. war, the battle. Not not um, um you on the run because you don't want to be captured by, by, by your enemies. And now your sons were captured and killed by your enemies that just beat you at a battle. Read. And the battle went sore against Saul. And the battle was bad. Sore means it ain't it, it, you just you just didn't lose. It was a bad loss, an embarrassing loss, a humiliating loss. Read. And the archers hit him, and he was sore wounded of the archers. So he got hit by an archer. An archer um today would be in the terms of a sniper. Archers were folks who was able to shoot that arrow. With precision. So Saul got popped. He's wounded. I'm trying to use layman terms so we can follow along with what's being showed to us in, in, in our historical records in his Bible. Read. Then says Saul unto his armor bearer. And now his armor bearer was with him the whole time while he running and everything. His armor bearer was with him. And what Saul say to him? Draw thy sword. Hold on. He told his armor bearer, hey, pull your weapon now. Read. And thrust me through therewith. And kill me. Call and read again. Then said the book of 1 Samuel chapter 31 and verse 4. Then said Saul unto his armor bearer, draw thy sword and thrust me through therewith. So he told, he told him, hey, pull your weapon now. And I need you to kill me. What kind of ideology is that, brothers and sisters? Help me out. Romans 15 and 4. These things were written the fourth time was written for our learning. We have to learn, learn about this and accept that these are some of the issues we have to deal with and our people. Therefore, we can start getting to some solutions. You can't solve a damn thing you don't think is a problem. He told his servant, hey, take that thing out and pop me, bro. Read. Lest these uncircumcised come and thrust me through. Because I don't want to die by the hands of the ungodly, of the other nations. Even though that is war. you know, <laughs> That's what happened if you fighting against folks that ain't your people. And folks die at battle. But Saul said, no, I don't want to die um, by, by the hands of these Philistines, right? Read. But his armor bearer would not. Armor bearer said, you're crazy because the armor bearer was what? Your servant, your right-hand man. They ain't built that way. If you, if, if you were like what the law told us how to deal with our servant, that servant loved you. They weren't finna kill you. You crazy? We can fight <laughs> and we both die. But me putting you to death, I can't do that. 
But watch this. For he was sore afraid. Therefore Saul took a sword and fell upon it. Read that part again. Therefore Saul took a sword and fell upon it. Read that part again. Therefore Saul took a sword and fell upon it. What happened? What did Saul do? What did Saul do? I don't want to, once again, I'm slowing down. I'm not going to shoot past this because I, I need everybody to understand what's written in this Bible. What was written the fourth time was written for our learning. Black folks don't suicide, brother. The white man killing that white folks will be killing for. The government, the government do be kill, killing people. But you'll be confused to think that's not in our ability to do to ourselves. I want to show y'all something real quick. I should have wrote this down. It's in First Corinthians. No, it's in First Chronicles. Bear with me. I'm going. There's so much I got to try and get out to you guys. Um, I want y'all to show y'all something real quick. Um, go to First Chronicles. We still de- dealing with Saul. So Saul, our mighty forefather, our first king, he suicided. He committed suicide. And I know a lot of folks, you, how many times you hear this brought up um, um, in lessons or taught? How many times? It's this. With all the affliction, all the mental health issues our people have, it's, and again, I did my research. I'm going to pull out all these accounts that this is something we have to deal with, come to terms with, and come up with a solution. You can't come up with a solution or answer if you don't think that something is a problem. First Chronicles chapter 10, all I want is verse 4 and 5. I want to get straight to the point on this. The book of First Chronicles chapter 10. Give me verse 3. Start, start at verse 3. The book of First Chronicles chapter 10, verse 3. And the battle went sore against Saul, and the archers hit him. And he was wounded of the arches. Now, we just read that in uh, 1 Samuel, right? Read on. Then said Saul to his armor bearer, Draw thy sword and thrust me through therewith, mm-hmm. lest these uncircumcised come and abuse me. But his armor bearer would not, for he was sore afraid. So Saul took a sword and fell upon it. Saul suicided. We understand that. But I want to, the reason why I went here, because I want you to show you what the example that Saul left, what happened. Yeah, Saul took his life, but watch what happened next. Read. And when his armor bearer saw that Saul was dead, he fell likewise on the sword and died. What's going on here, brothers, sisters? It's one thing for you to take your life. But now what you did traumatized the next person where they did what? Same thing. The same thing. We have to be mindful. We have to be mindful, brothers and sisters. You'll hear stories um, from people, sadly, how um, this person committed suicide and that person, and all this is in the same family. One after another on stuff. 
this person did that, then the other person couldn't couldn't deal with it, and and then they did it, and the other person was affected by these two dying, and then that we have that in our history. Sadly, a lot of time our action calls a reaction. Sadly. That's why we have to take things seriously, man. So watch this, right? Give me second Samuels. Give me second Samuels. Um, second Samuels chapter 17. I'm, I'm gonna get straight to the point on this. I don't want to do a lot of miscellaneous reading. Um 17. I might have to do a Jump up to verse 1. I want to give you some little background on who this is. Wait a minute. Give me a second. I'm trying to see. I, I I don't want to do a whole bunch of reading, but I gotta let y'all um get the gist of the story. I want you to start in go to Second Samuel chapter sixteen. Let's start here. I'm going to need you to read this real fast just to bring folks up to speed. I want to get straight to what he did without giving you kind of a history of of what went on. Second Samuel chapter 16. Let's start at verse 16. The book of second Samuel chapter 16 and verse 16. And it came to pass when Hushai, the the archite, David's friend was come unto Absalom that Hushai said unto Absalom, God save the king. God save the king. And Absalom said unto Hushai, Is this thy kindness to thy friend? Why wentest thou not with thy friend? And Hushai said unto Absalom, Nay, but whom the Lord and this people and all the men of Israel choose, his will I be, and with him will I abide. And again, whom should I serve? Should I not serve in the presence of his son, as I have served in thy father's presence? So will I be in thy presence. Then said Absalom to Ahithophel, Give counsel among you what we should do. And Ahithophel said unto Absalom, Go in unto thy father's concubines, which he have left to keep his house. And all Israel shall hear that thou art a whore of thy father. Then shall the hands of all that are with thee be strong. So they spread Absalom a tent upon the top of the house. And Absalom went in unto his father's concubines in the sight of all Israel. And the counsel of Ahithophel, which he counsels in those days, was as if a man had inquired at the oracle of God. So all, so was all the counsel of Ahithophel, both with David and with Absalom. So Ahithophel, it's hard for me to pronounce I, I got my son reading. He could pronounce it better than me. <laughs> pronounce the name again. Ahithophel. <laughs> Thank you. He was a counselor, right, to David, and, of course, um, now to his rebellious son. 
right? Keep reading. Watch this. Moreover, Ahithophel said unto Absalom, Let me now choose out 12,000 men, and I will arise and pursue after David this night. And I will come. So David on the run. His, his son been being wicked, tried to usurp authority above him, right? And got this wicked person in his ear, giving him bad advice, right? Read. And I will come upon him while he is weary and weak-handed, and will make him afraid. And all the people that are with him shall flee, and I will smite the king only. So do do, do you know how bold you got to be to tell your so-called friend Absalom, hey, I'm going to go kill your daddy. David was a, a major figure amongst Israel. Bonafide killer. Bonafide pretty boy killer. A lot of, again, your superheroes, they get a lot of the actions off our forefather David. Being able to jump off this. Remember David said the Lord made my feet like like Heinz feet, like deer feet. Able to jump from here, jump to there. Strength, being able to kill a whole bunch of people. Don't get tired. And look good doing it. He said, hey, I'm going to create this scenario and situation because I'm going to go kill your daddy. What a conversation to have. High level of wickedness. And man, we see this stuff in shows today. People planning with folks to kill their own parents. Craziness. Read. And I will bring back all the people unto thee. The man whom thou... So, so he, hey, I'm going to kill your daddy so I can uh, solidify your rulership amongst Israel. Do you hear this? Who has enough, uh, 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 enough balls to tell the brother, I'm going to kill your daddy? And Israel loved David. His son, Absalom, was doing some underhand stuff to get the love of the people too, but they love David. Watch this. The man whom thou seekest is as if all ha- is, is as if all returned, so all the people shall be in peace. And the saying pleased Absalom well. And his saying, his conversation, his counsel pleased Absalom. Absalom was wicked. Wicked, read. And all the elders. And everybody else that was there hearing it was wicked. Read. Then said Absalom, call now Hushai the Archite also, and let us hear likewise what he saith. And when Hushai was. He called another counselor. And when Hushai was come to Absalom, Absalom spake unto him, saying, Ahithophel hath spoken after this manner. So he he mentioned um, what. Ahithophel. (laughs) He mentioned what he said, what his counsel was. so, So what you think about what. Ahithophel said. Right, so read. Shall we do after his saying? If not, speak thou. And Ashai said unto Absalom, The counsel of Ahithophel is given is not good as this time. It says not good for you to um try and try and do this. It's not wise. What you mean it ain't wise? That sound good to me, read. For said Hashai, thou knowest thy father and Hear the reminder. Hey, do you know your daddy? Do you know the men that your daddy rolled with? Read. That they be mighty men. See, (laughs) in certain terms, we are disconnected from 
When you read about David and his mighty men, they was those guys. David and the men that was with him, they were those guys. They wasn't nobody you want to mess around with. They bodied stuff in high numbers. It was a reason why Israel. <laughs> it's a reason why um, Solomon didn't have no issues when he came into power. His daddy bodied a lot of people, had the earth quiet. Nonetheless, it says what? And they be chaffed in their minds mm-hmm. as a bear robbed of her whelps in the field. And their father is a man of war. It will not lodge with the people. He said, hey, look here, your daddy and the man with him, they ain't no punks. <laughs> they kill us. And if you think somebody just going to be able to, 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 to um, body them easily, it's warriors and nations that couldn't kill your daddy and his men. You letting this this wet milk behind the ears, dude, tell you that 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 he can get the job done, or him and some men get the job done. So watch this. So of course, that didn't happen. It didn't work. That counsel that um, what's his name again? A heads of hell. That that he broke down to Absalom about trying to murk um David and his men didn't happen. Mm-hmm. So let's jump down now to verse 23. So his his grandiosious plan didn't fall through. All that good scheming and planning to 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 to, to bring power to Absalom by murking his daddy, it didn't happen. Matter of fact, it went real bad, real quick. I'm summarizing all the other scriptures that detail all this. If you want to read it, you, you can read on down all the way through. But I want to get to the point. Give me 2 Samuel chapter 17, verse 23 now. And when Ahithophel saw that his counsel was Matter of fact, let's start a little bit higher than that. So uh, we, we, we'll just jump right into it. Give me um 21 on that. The book of 2 Samuel chapter 17, verse 21. And it came to pass, after they were departed, that they came up out of the well and went and told King David. And said unto David, Arise, and pass quickly over the water. For thus hath the Hithophel counseled against you. Then David arose, and all the people that were with him. And they passed over Jordan. By the morning light they lacked none, not one of them, that were not gone over Jordan. And when the Hithophel... Overnight, these old men that supposedly wouldn't be able to fight, made it over the Jordan River. They wasn't old, okay, oh, let me drown, walk up this one here. No. Oh, somebody wants some work? They want to fight? Let's go. Watch this, read. And when Ahithophel saw that his counsel was not followed, mm-hmm. he saddled his ass. Hold on, wait a minute, hold on, he did what? He saddled his, a- uh-huh. his ass mm-hmm. and arose and got him home to his house, uh-huh. to his city, uh-huh. and to put his household in order, uh-huh. and hanged himself, and died. Hold on, wait a minute. Plans didn't go accordingly. Mm. So he, he ran. He ran back home, and what he did, he put his affairs in order. Let's bring it up to the day. A lot of times uh, we have heard various accounts where folks who suicide, what do they do? 
before and they wrote letters or they put certain things in place because they was finna do something to, to, to themselves. That's not nothing new. We're reading about that right here in the Bible. We don't do that. That ain't us. Somebody else did it. And all them things could be true. But this right here is true as well too. Read that verse again. And when Ahithophel saw that his counsel was not followed, he saddled his ass and arose and got him home to his house. He went home. To his city and to put his household in order. Got things in order in his house, right? And hanged himself. He did what? And hanged himself and died and was buried in the sepulcher of his father. So, um, pronounce his name again? Ahithophel. He committed suicide. It's recorded in the Bible. He committed suicide. It's in the Bible. It's in our records. I need you to hold Romans 15 and 4 for me. I'm going to have you read that back and forth. Hold that. I want you to read that right now for me. We got some more accounts. The book of Romans chapter 15 and verse 4. For whatsoever things were written aforetime were written for our learning. That we through patience and These things were written aforetime for our learning. To be mindful. Spirits to watch out for. Things we have to fast and pray for. Things we have to understand and acknowledge. These things were written aforetime for our learning. Give me first Kings. Let's get some more. Give me first Kings chapter 16. The book of 1 Kings chapter 16. I want you to start at verse 1. We don't read on down. Uh-huh. Chapter 16. We don't read verse 1 through 18. All right? Ain't no other way to get around. The book of 1 Kings chapter 16 verse 1. Then the, war, then the word of the Lord came to Jehu the son of Hanani, Hanani against Basha, saying, For as much as I exalted thee out of the dust and made thee prince of, over my people Israel, thou hast walked in the way of Jeroboam and hast made my people Israel to sin, to provoke me in anger with their sins. Here go another leader that wasn't right amongst us. Read on. Behold, I will take away the posterity of Basha and the posterity of his house, and will make thy house like the house of Jeroboam and the son of Nebat. So we're talking about the Lord to make plain to you. are talking about killing your offsprings, killing the kids. That's in the Bible too. Like I said, we don't, um, these folks try and talk about God from such a fairy tale, Spider-Man, Superman type of perspective when the Most High ain't no joke. He'll knock off your lineage. He has that that capacity in him. God is good all the time and all the time God is good. Yeah. And God will kill all the time and all the time he will kill too. He's both. Um, Read on. Him that died. Call and read it. The book of 1 Kings chapter 16 and verse 4. 
Him that dieth in Basha in the city shall the dogs eat, and him that dieth of his in the field shall the fowls of the air eat. Now the rest of the acts of Basha and what he did and his might are they not written in the book of the chronicles of the king of Israel, kings of Israel? Mm-hmm. So Basha slept with his fathers and was buried in Terza, and Allah his son reigned in his stead. And also by the hand of the prophet Jehu the son of Hanani came the came the word of the Lord against Basha and against his house, even for all the evil that he did in the sight of the Lord, and provoking him to anger with the work of his hands, and being like the house of Jeroboam, and because he killed him. In the twenty and sixth year of Asa king of Judah began Elah the son of Bashat to reign over Israel in Terzah two years, and his servant Zimri, captain of half his chariots, conspired against him. Hold on, why don't you read verse 9 again? The book of First Kings chapter 16 and verse 9, and his servant Zimri. Who? Zimri. Keep that name in mind. Read. Captain of half his chariots. This dude was a leader. Conspired against him. As Conspired he, against him. As he was in Terza, drinking himself drunk in the house of Arza, steward of his house in Terza. And Zimri went in and smote him and killed him. Mm. And in the 27th year of Asa, king of Judah, and reigned in his stead. Did you hear this? He got backstabbed by his own man. A man that had high ranking position with him. These things are written for a time father. We better really read this Bible. Backstabbing. Betrayal. Is common in Israel. It ain't just with the regular um, people. You see an example over and over again in leadership. He didn't have an ill. Let him hear. Read. And it came to pass when he began to reign as soon as he sat on the throne that he slew all the house of Bashar. He left him not one that pissed against the wall, neither of his kinsfolk nor of his friends. Killed off his whole family. Read. Thus did Zimri destroy all the house of Bashar. According to the word of the Lord, which he spake against Bashar by Jehu the prophet. Now, a prophecy was pronounced over Bashar, but look who it was the Lord used to perform, to, I mean, to, to fulfill that prophecy. You, you would have thought maybe another nation would have came. Now, the Lord used his, his right-hand man to fulfill a prophecy. The Most High is cold in what he do. That's what I'm, the, 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 our forefathers call him a great and terrible power. Great and terrible. The most high ain't no joke. And when he says something's going to happen, it's going to happen. You just don't know how it's going to happen. Read. Call and read. Where, where, where are you at? The book of First Kings, chapter 16 and verse 13. Listen good. For all the sins of Basha and the sins of Elah his son, by which they sinned and by which they made Israel to sin in provoking the Lord God of Israel to anger with their vanities. Now the rest of the acts of Elah and all that he did, are they not written in the book of the Chronicles of the Kings of Israel? Mm-hmm. In the 27th year of Asa, king of Judah, did Zimri reign seven days in Terza. He reigned what? Seven days in Terza. He what? Reigned seven days. So this... 
treacherous, treasonous killer actually was a leader in Israel. Not for long, but nonetheless, he was allowed to be a leader. Treacherous, treasonous killer. He didn't have an ear, let him hear. These things when the fourth time was written for our learning. Read. And the people were camped, encamped against Gibbethon, which belonged to the Philistines. Mm-hmm. And the people that were encamped heard say, Zimri hath conspired and hath also slain the king. So hold on. Seven days in, he doing it. He thinking, oh, I'm finna be the man. I'm the king here now. Yeah, I'm finna get a pop in. But Lord, let word get out. Hey, that dude Zimri is a killer. Yeah, that dude killed the king. Now look, when 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 that information came out, the day was like, no, but I like Zimra. He cool. How how did our forefathers deal? Because it wasn't was this just rumors? Was, was somebody just lying about um Zimri? I want y'all to see this stuff. Read. Wherefore all Israel made Omri, the captain of the host, king over Israel. That- hey, it says Zimri. Nah, homie. Fall all the way back. We heard something about you we ain't rocking with. You're not finna be our leader. Read. King over Israel that day in the camp. Watch this. And Omri went up from Gibbethon, and all Israel with him, and they besieged Terza. Uh-oh. And it came to pass when Zimri saw that the city was taken, that he went into the palace of so the So Zimri house. saw that, wait a minute. The people wasn't didn't have his back. Now you're actually finna get thrown out of power. You might finna die today. Matter of fact, for because if you killed the king, that's it. If you killed the king, we ain't rocking with that. The law of God is thou shalt not king kill. Right? Mm. We supposed to kill our own, let alone our king, the leader. Come on now. So watch this. Zimri know what it was. He said, hold on. If this ain't another nation, this is Israel coming at me, and they got a new leader. What you think they finna do to me? Watch this. Read. And it came to pass, when Zimri saw that the city was taken, that he went into the palace, he went into the palace of the king's house. In the king's house. And burnt the king's house. And set the house on fire. Over him with fire. And died. He set the house on fire with him in it and died in the house. What is that called? What is that called? What is that? What is that called? I told you in the Bible is seven accounts of suicide or suicidal behavior. He suicided. He killed himself. Well, really, he burnt himself up. <laughs> killed himself, nothing, nothing less. Is we following along? Let's stay in the book of 1 Kings. I want you to jump to chapter 19. I want you to jump to chapter 19. Um, We all know about Elijah, right? The prophet Elijah. Um. 1 Kings chapter 19. I'm going to get straight to, to the point. If you want to read about the prophet Elijah, you got to start a couple of chap- chapters previous, um, maybe 16, 15, somewhere around there. They start talking about 
Elijah. But I want to give straight to the point. Um, give me First Kings chapter 19, verse 3 and 4 about the prophet Elijah. And when he saw that he arose. Call and read it. The book of First Kings chapter 19, verse 3. And when he saw that he arose. You know what? Let's start at verse 1. Let's just one to four. Just a couple of verses. The book of First Kings chapter 19, verse 1. And Ahab told Jezebel all that Elijah had done, mm -hmm. and with all how he had slain all the prophets with the sword. Then Jezebel sent a messenger unto Elijah, saying, So let the gods do to me, and more also, if I make not thy life as the life of one of them by, t by tomorrow about this time. So a kite, those who know prison terms, a kite letter was put out on Elijah. Elijah, your days is numbered. You finna get up out of here. Is we all following that? His life is being threatened. Read. And when he saw that, he arose and went for his life mm -hmm. and came to Beersheba, which belongeth to Judah, and left his servant there. Mm -hmm. But he himself went a day's journey into the wilderness. So Elijah on the run because of what? Je Jezebel was saying, I'm about to put you to death. You out of here. He on the run. He went into the wilderness, right? Read. And came and sat under a juniper tree. Mm -hmm. And he requested for himself that he might die. Hold on, and what? And he requested for himself that he might die. Read on. And said, it is enough. Now, O Lord, take away my life, for I am not better than my father's. What's going on, what's going on here at the bottom of verse 4? I'm going to slow down right here. The mighty prophet Elijah, mighty prophet. What's going on here in verse four? Help me out. What's going on here? I don't want to move too fast. Those that are uh, um, watching the video <clears throat> or listen to the podcast, I got a um, nationwide suicide prevention lifeline number. 1-800-273. 8255 1-800-273-8255 24 hours a day 7 days a week that is a hotline for anyone you know might be battling dealing with any type of suicidal behavior or thoughts Sister Naomi hit it on the head our, our, our mighty forefather Prophet Elijah he was having suicidal thoughts He was having suicidal thoughts. These things happen. The prophet Elijah didn't kill himself. No, he, he didn't perform his thoughts. But what was written for a time for our learning, it came across his mind. Things got hard for him. Things got to a point where he felt that way. He didn't do it all glory and praise to the most high God. But he did have the thoughts. You might have the thoughts. And that don't make you the most um, wickedest or worst person. That would make you like a regular Israelite. Things got to you. You have to deal with something now. You, 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 we have to find some solutions to whatever that problem is. Time is over for us to keep faking in front. We supposed to left that stuff in the Christian and Catholic and Muslim out. We supposed to left all that stuff in them various other places. Acting supposed to be done with you now. 
Because you really ain't that acting ain't solving the problem. Our forefather Elijah, he said what he said. Um, he requested. I like the way that they they translated that. He requested for himself that he might die. Lord, can you please kill me? Lord, I'm I, I'm asking for permission. Would you allow? Please take me up out of here. I don't had enough. I'm done. The thoughts come. But in order to fix things, we have to acknowledge that it's a problem. So so watch that. Um, it says what? At the bottom of that verse, it says, read it, read it again. It is enough. Now, O Lord, take away my life, for I am not better than my father's. So 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 that's what Elijah, but Elijah didn't do it. He caught hell. He, he, he had pressure. All right. So watch this. Um, let's go to the book of Jonah. Let's go to the book of Jonah. I want Jonah um, chapter four, verse one through three. All right. The book of Jonah, chapter four, verse one. But it did please Jonah exceedingly. And he was very angry, and he prayed unto the Lord, and said, I pray thee, O Lord, was not this my saying, when I was yet in my country? Therefore I fled before unto Tarshish, for I knew that thou art a gracious God, and merciful, slow the anger, and of great kindness, and repentest thee of the evil. Therefore now, O Lord, take, I beseech thee, my life from me, for it is better for me to die than to live. Hold on, hold on. Hold on, wait a minute. What did Jonah say again? Hold on. And and we don't go through these accounts. And I pray to the Most High God that every brother and sister that hear this now is empowered to not feel like there's nothing. That the thoughts that run through their head, that the feelings that they have, that they're the most worst and wickedest person in the world and Lord ain't dealing with me, that whatever feelings you having is some new feelings that ain't nobody ever felt in the earth. No, don't, they, 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 folks done felt that before. And guess what? You don't be able to make it. You don't be able to overcome it. Things got to you. Better and stronger people than you, things done got to. So you right in line. You right, you in great company, brother. You in great company, sister. Our greatest and brightest got weak at a time or two. They had a moment. They had a moment. Call it call and read again. The book of John, chapter four and verse three. Therefore now, O Lord, take I beseech thee my life from me, for it is better for me to die than to live. Our great forefathers had the same verbiage when things got tight. What make you so better? Things don't get, get, get to you too. But just like Jonah, we don't find a solution. We ain't going to fulfill or move on that thought or that feeling or that emotion. Right? Let's go to the book of Matthew. Because maybe you might think oh, all the folks in the Old Testament, you know, hold on, hold on, hold Okay, let's go to one of the one of the most inf- infamous ones. Um, 
Matthew chapter 27, verse 1 through 5. Matthew chapter 27, verse 1 through 5. We all should have heard about this one. The book of Matthew, chapter 27, verse 1. When the morning was come, all the chief priests and elders of the people took counsel against Jesus to put him to death. Mm, all the what? The elders of the people. All the chief priests priest and elders of the people took counsel against Jesus. I mentioned it early on, you know, it wasn't dealing with the class. That we have to be mindful on our um, stance and how we treat others on our stance. These things were written for a time for our learning. These things were written for a time for our learning. You can't blame it on teaching or doctrine or instructions. The Most High said, what? Study to show thyself approved. You're supposed to be in these scriptures. And a lot of the ways and a lot of the ideologies that we think that be- repentant believers are supposed to have, we found out that that, that ain't how we pose a road. It says what in verse 1 again? Call and read it. Check this out. The book of St. Matthew, chapters 27, verse 1. When the morning was come, all the chief priests and elders of the people took counsel against Jesus to put him to death. So the ones that were well studied, um, we, we would call them godfathers of the truth. <laughs> Folks who know a whole lot, been around longer than you. Look who they was coming against. The one that they was teaching about. Telling you about. He was on the scene. And Christ wasn't just running his mouth. The man had miracles to match it. He wasn't just popping up saying that I'm the son of God. He was showing you that he the son of God. Doing things you ain't never seen done. Ain't never seen done since. And they didn't see it. Wasn't accepting it. And you couldn't tell them that they wasn't right. They believed they were so right that they was willing to kill on it. That's why I said we got to be mindful of our positions. Wasn't Paul killing folks off his understanding and belief at one point? And he was dead wrong? We have to be, all this stuff was written for a time for our learning. But we ain't reading no more. We just, you know, Parakeeking. We're a bunch of uh, parakeets. <laughs> but we don't do better. And we are doing better. Call and read it again. The book of Matthew, chapter 27, verse 1. When the morning was come, all the chief priests and elders of the people took counsel against Jesus to put him to death. Correct. And when they had bound him, they led him away and delivered them to Pontius Pilate, the governor. Took him to, 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 to the heathen to be judged, read. Then Judas, which had betrayed him, when he saw that and he was, Judas, who portrayed him, Judas was a disciple. He rode with Christ. He was in the twelve. He had spiritual powers. Mm. You know, Judas was able to heal. <laughs> Judas was had the power to heal, and he portrayed the Son of God. So watch this. When he saw that he was condemned, repenting himself and brought against the 30 pieces of silver to the chief priest. So, so, so Judas, um, came to terms that with what he said, he said, wait a minute, I messed up. 
I messed up. He said he repented himself, right, Rick? And brought? And brought, again, the 30 pieces of silver to the chief priests and elders. Because those leaders, those godfathers of truth, put some money in his pocket. He put some money in his pocket. He said, look, you take this money back. I messed up. Read on. Saying, I have sinned in that I have betrayed the innocent blood. I have sinned and I have betrayed. Betrayal is common in Israel. I'm going to say it again. Betrayal is common in Israel. And very common in leadership. Have y'all been reading the Bible? Y'all better read some, some of them good stories um, back then with David. and so, you better, Y'all better get the reading. During the time of the kings, you better get the reading. We have to be mindful and be able, we have to know about certain spirits to be able to look out for certain spirits. So watch this. Next, um, the next verse. Now finish that verse, verse four. And they said, what is that to us? See thou to that. And he cast down the pieces of silver in the temple. So then he want that bread back. He said, hey man, hey, take this bread back. They say, hey man, that's yours, man. You, you, you do with it what you want to do with it, right? Read. And departed and went and hanged himself. And he departed from them and did what? Hanged himself. He did what? Hanged himself. He did what? Hanged himself. Judas committed suicide. There's somebody who rode with the son of God. He was around the son of God. <laughs> Judas was allotted the power to heal. He's seen the miracles. He sought, he sat in the classes. I need y'all to see the whole picture with this stuff. Oh, well, some of y'all may think, well, you know, you've been around for a long time and you've been keeping God's laws for a long time and that things shouldn't get to you. Are you crazy? Jews was around the greatest teacher that ever, that ever walked the earth. He saw the miracles that we merely read about. He was able to perform things that we only can think and dream about. Heal people. And look what he did. Then look what he did to himself. Things can get to you. You can make certain decisions that will get you to a certain point. Is everybody following along? Watch this real quick. Give me wisdom song. Let's get to some medicine now. Let's get to some medicine. So um, that's our seven. Everybody counted those? That was seven. Seven different accounts or situations. Judges, 1 Samuel, 2 Kings, 1 Kings, 2 times, Jonah and Matthews. Oh, yes. Those are seven counts that I found in the Bible. If it's some other ones that I might have missed, um, post it now and, 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 and we can bring it out. I, I found seven different situations. Uh, Wisdom of Solomon. Wisdom of Solomon. Let's get to some medicine. Because the Bible's full with so much medicine on this stuff, man. And we got to go through it. We got to go through it. So I want Wisdom of Solomon. I want chapter 1, verse 12. 
Wisdom of Solomon, chapter 1, verse 12. How come you're using your apocrypha? Hey, take you a sip of water, man. You bugging shit, man. <laughs> Thinking to the Bible. Wisdom of, uh, Wisdom of Solomon, chapter 12. Mm-hmm. Uh, what verse are we starting at? Uh, Wisdom of Solomon, chapter 1, verse 12. The book of Wisdom of Solomon, chapter 1, and verse 12. Okay, Ms. Green, um, Sarah, and Tobit. Where's that at? So, so oh, we can read it real quick. I know it was an account in Job. Um, Job, uh, it wasn't, uh, Job was saying a whole lot when he was ca- 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 catching him. Um, it wasn't too much on the terms of, of that. I wouldn't see it as that. Um, he didn't like the way his life was going, but I don't. I didn't read one. Now Job was saying a whole lot for chapters, but I I, I didn't see one. Where he, he 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 said he wanted for his life his life to be taken from him. The verbiage. Tobit three and fifteen. Take a look at that real quick. Hold that wisdom, Solomon. Tobit. Oh man, hold on. Hold on. Yeah. Read Tobit chapter 3, verse 15. Hey, Sister Green, all right, all right, all right. All right, hold on. Say amen to that. Amen. Say amen to that. Know what to say amen to. Amen. Um, Tobit chapter 3, verse 15. Let's read that. That's a good one. The book of Tobit chapter 3 and verse 15. And that I never polluted my name, nor the name of my father, in the land of my captivity. I am the only daughter of my father, neither... Hath he any child to be his heir? Neither neither any near kinsman, nor any son of his alive, to mm-hmm. whom I may keep myself for a wife. My seven husbands are already dead, but why should I live? But if I please not thee, that I should but die. But if it... Read it again. But if it please not thee, that I should die, command some regard to be head of me, and pity taken of me, that... I bet that I hear no more reproach. Mm, that was a good one, sis. So we got eight accounts. We got eight accounts. You see that? And um, if I'm not, she was barren, wasn't she? I don't know. No, she couldn't. Uh, she wasn't barren. She she um couldn't keep her husband. Everybody was dropping dead. Yeah. I go again, bro. <laughs> she, she supposed to be married to um these brothers. That these brothers keep dropping dead. <laughs> and I, I couldn't you, uh, just just imagine what type of reputation a sister have if every man she she um supposed to be marrying ends up dead. What's the name of that show? Um, it's a show on TV that um talks about. Wives killing a 
killing their husbands. It's um, is it called Snap? Is it Snap though? Is is it something different? The first thing that came to my mind was Snap. Y'all let me know. Yeah, but they have, um they they probably was telling um, <laughs> it's telling Sarah. Sarah got that ill now nah, now. Nah. She she killing her man. <laughs> you don't want none of that. She kills it. That thing kills brothers. All type of stuff. Y'all know how to scoff and, and, and the jokes would be on people. She was catching it. The best jokers in the earth are Israelites. The best jokers in the world is Israelites. So you can't imagine the the, the multitude of, it's called the Black Widow. <laughs> you can't imagine the jokes and the treatment that she was getting amongst her own people. The other nations weren't talking weren't talk crazy to her. They ain't know her business. It, 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 it's the folks that, that that you call family members and friends who uh had all the smoke for. So thank you, um, Sister Green. Miss Green, I appreciate that. Um, let's go back to Wisdom Solomon. Let's 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 get into some some of this medicine. The Book of Wisdom of Solomon, chapter one and verse twelve. Mm-hmm. Seek not death in the air of your life, and pull not upon yourself destruction with the works of your hands. So I won't. Um, I need y'all to write this stuff down, man. Put it on the sticky note. Um, put it on your on your dry your your uh, dry eraser board or whatever. Put it somewhere around where you can reference it when needed. Put it in your phone. Put it in your notes. These scriptures that that we're finna go through. This is medicine. This is medicine for us. The Lord said, "What well, I want you to call and read it again." The Book of Wisdom of Solomon, chapter one, verse twelve. Seek not death in the air of your life. Off the cuff, the Most High says, do, do, do not take your life when things get hard. I'm using plain as a speech now. When it says seek not death in the air of your life, when things get hard, don't, don't do that. Because remember, suicide is a permanent solution to a temporary problem. Ain't no problem you're coming across is forever. It might be for a few weeks, a few months, maybe be for a few years. Who knows? But it's not forever. It's not for forever. And the Lord said, what again? Read it. Seek not death in the air of your life. Do not seek death. Do not seek death. Do not commit suicide. Do not commit suicide. Do not hurt yourself. Do not harm yourself. Don't cut yourself. Don't take them pills. Don't take them drugs. Don't um 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 whatever those the 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 the, the tool you want to use is. The Lord said, "Don't do it. Seek not death in the air of your life. Read and pull not upon yourself destruction with the work of your hands. Do not destroy yourself. Don't take yourself out." The most high want to establish that in your mind off the cuff. Because guess what Satan Satan how are you thinking that God wants you to do that stuff? You have some of these folks accounts, God woman, we have got no no no. God is establishing what how he feel on this situation. He don't want you to do that, brother. He don't want you to do that, sister. He wants you to live. Ecclesiasticus. Stand up, Apocrypha. Ecclesiastes, chapter 17. 
Ecclesiasticus chapter 17. Um, give me verse 27 to 28. The book of Ecclesiasticus, or Sirach, chapter 17, verse 27. Who shall praise the Most High in the grave? The Most High can't get no praise if you ain't here. He can't hear your voice. He wants you here. That's what he made you for. He wants your presence around, brother, sister. Ain't no accident by you being around. He wants you here. That's why you're here. And the folks that he don't want here ain't here. It's just that simple. He wants you here. Watch this. Instead of them which live and give thanks. Mm-hmm. Thanksgiving perishes from the dead. As from one that is not. The living and sound in heart shall praise the Lord. The, the, the Most High wants you alive. He want to hear from you whether it's good or bad. He's your father. So watch this. Um, hold, hold this. I want you to go to second address. We don't come back to this. Some more I want to get in this. Second address. Um, second address. Chapter 16, verse 74. Second address, chapter 16, verse 74 through 76. The book of second address, chapter 16, verse 74. Hear, O ye my beloved, saith the Lord. Behold, the days of trouble are at hand, but I will deliver you from the same. It says, listen up, my beloved. The Lord love you, brother. The Lord love you, sister. Understand that, read. The days of trouble are at hand. But it I- says, said the Lord, behold, the days of trouble are. So the Lord know that times is hard. You're going through it. You got some issues, some problems going on in your life. Most I know about it. But what did he say at, at, at the end of that verse 74? But I would. But, 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 read. I will deliver you from the same. He said, I will deliver you from the same. When have you known the most how to be a liar? We have a lot of liars. We got, oh, we got a lot. Ooh, we, we got a lot. We got a lot of liars. We got a lot of liars. I know. It's, it, it's, it, it, you ain't, you, you don't ran across liars in and out the truth. More in <laughs> the truth than out. But when have the most high lie? You got to sit back and and, 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 and and meditate upon your bed on that. Where in the Bible did, did the most high lie? And do you believe he finna start lying when it comes to your situation? He ain't never lied before, but today he finna start lying when it come to you. That's the devil. He ain't lying. The Most High is letting you know. Blessed is he that read it. You're supposed to read what the Lord is letting you know how he feel. At the bottom of 74, he said what? I will deliver you from the same. I will. I got you. I'm going to get you out of that situation. But you have to get the Most High some time. He ready to fix something, but you ready to um, check out the game. He said, no, I will deliver you. Read. Be ye not afraid. Don't be afraid. So the Lord know that when you're catching hell and going through things and the pressures is getting to you that 
it's a certain spirit, a certain emotion is going to be on you. Don't be afraid, Reed. Neither doubts. Don't doubt. Read. For God is your guide. And the most the, high got you. Read. And the guide of them who keep my commandments and precepts. See, that's the thing we got to make sure we're keeping our end of the bargain. <clears throat> that's why we got to be mindful. We up here arguing with for folks who's serving the Lord. It's enough people that's not serving the Lord. For us to be, um, it, it's not enough people. Let me rephrase that. It's not enough people that's actually doing what the most high do for us to be trying to find things to divide the room even more. Mm. It's not enough people that care about the Bible. More and more people I'm hearing is, 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 is pushing this Bible to the side and believing other stuff. More and more and more. But the Most High said what? And the guide of them who keep my commandments and precepts. So the Most High is going to fulfill his word to those that's keeping their end of the bargain. Keeping his commandments. That's what we got to make sure we stay on top of. Making sure that we are, that we are in the right so the Most High can deal right in our situation. I don't know who told you that uh, all because you're keeping God's laws that you ain't going to go through things. <laughs> who told you that? What's their name? Who told you that because you, you repented and keep God's laws that that's the end. You ain't never going to go through nothing else again. Where do you read that at? Where's the example of it at? You keeping God's laws. Is giving you access to a solution from him. He just told you um, in verse 74 that he will deliver you. He told you that he's going to be your God, but it's one thing that we have to do. He, he's telling you what he's going to do, but it's something that you got to do. This, 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 this ain't um, freely given out to everybody. He ain't helping everybody out. You, it, it's a give and take relationship. I'm going to say it again. It's a give and take relationship with the Most High. You have to do something. What, are, what do I have to do, Ramya? Read the part again. And the guide of them who keeps my commandments and precepts, said the Lord God. That's what he said. <laughs> that's what he said. I got those that's keeping the commandments. Everybody, uh, uh, bad things happen to everybody. But the Lord don't make sure that bad thing don't overcome me. Overcome you, brother, sister. Well, folks, uh, everybody, uh, uh, all type of folks die. Yeah, but the Lord will make sure he got our back. He's going to handle us different because we're doing something that he told us to do as his people. That might not make sense to the majority of people. Huh? What? Huh? Yeah. Uh-huh. Right. You have to believe that. You have to believe that, brother. You have to believe that, sister. No matter who giving you the screw face and, and who ain't comprehending or processing or computing what's coming out of your mouth, you have to understand and believe that. It's not about them understanding that. You have to believe and understand that and act upon your belief. It says what at the bottom of that? 
Let not your sins weigh you down. Hey, the Lord let, let you know that things can get bad. Hey, you, you might have messed up. Some things might have happened. Don't not wear that down. What you mean weigh you down? What Weigh you down to the point where now you want to hurt yourself. Take your own life. Don't let those things weigh you down like that. That's what he's saying. Read. And let not your iniquities lift up themselves. And don't be prideful either. <laughs> don't don't get prideful in your sin as we have seen many folks do. They can sin all in your face, lie all in your face, and still <laughs> say that the Lord is dealing with them. Don't be that brother. Don't be that type of sister. The Lord said in the Bible, right? Go to 2 Thessalonians. Was that verse 76? Give me on first um what I say? 2 Thessalonians. Second Thessalonians. Let me get a look at it. Second Thessalonians um, chapter 2. I want you to read verse 5 through 10. The book of Second Thessalonians chapter 2 and verse 5. Re- remember ye not that when I was yet with you, I told you these things. Mm. And now ye know that with... Withholdeth that be might be revealed in his time. Hold on, I want you to call. Take your time and read the words on the page. All right, take your time and read read the words on the page. Call, call, call and read it. The book of Second Thessalonians, chapter two and verse five. Remember ye not that when I was yet with you, I told you these things, and now ye know that withholdeth that he might be revealed in his time. So Paul is um. This is one of the letters that he wrote to the Israelites in Thessalonica, right? And he, he said, I want, I want you to remember something that I told you when I was around you. And he said, uh, certain things certain things are going to be revealed in time, right? Paul, what, 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 what is Paul talking about? What, what are you talking about around me? Read. For the mystery of iniquity doth already work. Mm-hmm. Only he who now letteth will let until he be taken out of the way. Read on. And when that, And when then shall that wicked be revealed? whom the Lord shall consume with the spirit of his mouth and shall destroy the brightness of his coming. Mm-hmm. Even him whose coming is after the working of Satan with all power and signs and lying wonders mm-hmm. and with all deceivableness. I want to focus on verse 10. Because the Lord is saying that, and we understand that a lot of things got to happen in the earth. The Lord got to let a lot of things manifest and reveal itself. But as these different things, as these different processes have to be played out, a life have to be lived. You living, brothers. You living, sister. You going through the ups and downs in the process of these prophecies being fulfilled. And it's going to be good times and it's going to be bad times. And sometimes them bad times are going to be real bad. But the Lord did not leave it like we don't know it's coming or it's going to happen. Read verse 10 again. And with all deceivableness. Verse 9 and 10 together. I'm sorry. The book of 2 Thessalonians chapter 2 and verse 9. Mm-hmm. Even him whose coming is after the working of Satan with all power and signs and lying wonders. So it's a whole lot of lies going on, deceivableness. We got a whole lot of philosophies. We have a whole lot of fake false history going on on earth. It's a whole lot of variables in play. There's a whole lot of variables in play. 
that believing brothers and believing sisters see, they understand, but I have to deal with. Read on. And with all deceivableness of uprightness in them that perish, because they receive not the love of the truth, that they might be saved. And in the midst of all this, it's a whole lot of a whole lot of stuff everybody individually have to go through. As you try and stand up for, for the most high, as you try to endure, it's a lot goes on with that. A lot that go on in your immediate family, it's a lot that go on in the workplace. It's a lot to go on in the different places that um, people, places and people that you don't come across. And a lot of these don't bring forth certain sets of events that might break you, that might weaken you at that particular time. But the Lord let, let you know, hey, these things are going to come. They're going to happen. But keep in mind that I got you. And don't take yourself out the game because it's an end to all this stuff. Watch this. And for this cause, God. No, 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 no. Um, from, from there, from there, from there, from there. Um, I want you to j- jump to 1 Corinthians. Give me 1 Corinthians. Um, chapter 3, verse 16. I want you to read verse 16 through 18. The book of 1 Corinthians chapter 3 and verse 16. Know ye not that ye are the temple of God, and that the Spirit of God dwelleth in you? Read that again. Knoweth ye not that ye are the temple of God? Do you really believe that you're the temple of God? Is your belief that you are a temple of God predicated on you being inside somebody's camp? Or organization or school was first Corinthians chapter three, verse 16. The first part of that was that camp based school based organization based. I, uh, I didn't hear nothing else, but know ye that ye are the temple of God. And I don't see nothing else with that. So we got to be mindful again when folks are attaching their own personal feelings to the Bible. You have to be able to discern between that. And when you're able to discern between that, you're good. (laughs) But it's the folks who have not studied, have not read, that is mainly going off what a person is saying. And you're putting yourself in a very vulnerable state if you're doing off just what folks say. Blessed is he that read it. So the Lord said that know ye not. Don't you know that you are the temple of God? Read. And that the spirit of God dwells in you. And that the spirit. Now, I still, I'm looking at this and I don't see. Now, matters in English, maybe in the Hebrew, it might have camp, school or congregation in there. The Most High always been dealing with a nation. Paul was, this letter is wrote to Israelites in Corinth. You know, it was numerous places in Corinth. It wasn't one place in Corinth. Is, have, have we studied a little bit of history a little bit? It wasn't one church or one school in Corinth. 
if we actually remember, they had um little churches and folks' houses. It was numerous places. These were the letters he sent to them to read. But let me continue. All right, let me, let me keep going. Yeah. Verse 16 said, what could call and read again? The book of First Corinthians chapter 3, Bless verse 16. Know ye not that ye are the temple of God, mm-hmm. and that the Spirit of God dwelleth in you. And that the Spirit of God dwelleth in you. Read. If any man defile the temple of God. If any man defile the temple. That temple is still talking about you, that body. You have to make sure you ain't defiling it. How would you defile it? By going against God's laws. That's how you defile your temple. You defile your body. Read again. If any man defile the temple of God, him shall God destroy. Say it, read it again. If any man defile the temple of God, him shall the God destroy. Mm-hmm. For the temple of God is holy, which temple ye are. Ye are the temple of God. So you got to be holy. What make us holy? The keeping of God commandment. Correct? Read. Let no man deceive himself. Wait a minute. What? Let no man deceive himself. Don't deceive yourself. Don't let another man make you deceive yourself. Don't let another woman make you deceive yourself. Read. If any man among you seemeth to be wise in this world, let him become a fool that he may be wise. You see that? It's a whole lot of folks that proclaim that they're wise. But is they wise according to the scriptures? How would you know they're wise according to the scriptures? If you're not studying the scriptures. If you're not reading for yourself, how do you know if what I'm saying is a truth or a lie? How do you know if whatever you're hearing from whoever is a truth or a lie? How would you know? We have to be mindful. This thing was written a four time for our learning. So watch this. Um, is that verse 18 we read? Mm-hmm. I want you to go to um, stay in 1 Corinthians. I want you to go to chapter 6. Give me verse 19 and 20. The book of 1 Corinthians chapter 6 and verse 19. I want y'all to understand this. What? Know ye not that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit? Hold on. You notice that Paul had to keep saying, don't you know this? (laughs) Why do you keep saying that? Because the expectation is that um, Israelites in Corinth, you should know this. I shouldn't be saying something to you like this is your first time hearing this. Is everybody seeing that? There's a certain level of expectation of studying and reading that the Lord expected from all of us. It says what? What ye know not. That your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost. Your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, right? Which is in you, mm-hmm. which ye have of God. Which you have of God, and ye are not your own. You don't. Be- you are not of your own, right? For ye are brought with a price. So hold on for a minute, just in case you didn't understand what he was saying in chapter three. That body, that skin you in, it don't belong to you. It was brought for with a price, right? Therefore, glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. Your body, the physical skin, that physical skin, the spirit, the real you, 
inside this body. Both of them belong to God and both of them got to give acknowledgement to, to, to the Most High God and the Son. So you can't just do anything with your body. You can't just eat anything, smoke, uh, abuse, do all this little, wh- nothing. You got to take care of that body. And then that goes on another level dealing with health and all this other stuff we don't touch and cross that bridge um, later on. We have to be mindful of this body, of, of the physical and the spiritual, both the same. But they belong. Christ died for it. Keep that in mind. Go to um, the book of Acts 14.22. The book of Acts chapter 14 verse 22. The book of Acts chapter 14 verse 22. Confirming the souls of the disciples and exhorting them to continue in the faith. And that... So, our forefathers had to always continue to exhort Israel to continue. That ain't nothing new. Needed encouragement ain't a weak thing. Once again, greater men and greater women needed encouragement. So why would you think you don't need none? Our forefathers specifically right here during the time of Acts, they was up under who? The Romans. They wasn't in their own land. They wasn't running and ruling nothing. They was in bondage like me and you today. They had to be encouraged. What type of societies was Roman society? We touched this on other conversations. What type of societies was a Roman society? Like what you see in here in America. Except America is, is, is times three or four in Romans. So the, the brothers and sisters had to live under these conditions. Deal with the after effects in being in these conditions. They needed encouragement. So ain't nothing wrong, brother, with needing some encouragement. Ain't nothing wrong with needing encouragement, sister. Our forefathers and mothers needed encouragement as well. Call and read it again. The book of Acts chapter 14, verse 22. Confirming the souls of the disciples. We're talking to the disciples, those that's actually following Christ. Those that's doing what the Most High say do. This is a specific conversation right here. Read. And exhorting them to continue in the faith. And exhorting them to continue in the faith. Don't give up. Don't hurt yourself. Don't throw in the towel. Read. And that we must, through the through much tribulation, enter into the kingdom of God. Hey, look, we don't have to go through a lot of stuff before we make it to, to the kingdom. They was getting told that way back then. Hey, I know it's bad. But we got to endure. We, it ain't like we didn't know that this is what we signed up for. We broke God's laws. Let's, let's not forget Deuteronomy 28. This is the consequence of not doing what God say do. A lot of folks don't want to believe that. So what? I believe that. <laughs> you believe that. We have to stop trying to always. Oh, a lot of folks don't believe that. I don't care what a lot of folks don't, 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 don't believe. A lot of folks at one time believed slavery was right. Mm. Yep. Was they right or wrong? Everybody don't believe that. Stop worrying about what everybody believes. Focus on what you believe. So watch this. It says what? That last part? 
that we that we must do. Do y'all see? It's a we in there. Our forefathers didn't separate the room. They didn't say that you Israelites are gonna go through things in Corinth. Uh, you Israelites in 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 um what in, in Thessalonica, you Israelites in Galatia, you Israelites um in the scattered provinces of Rome. He said, We we they put themselves in the mix. We ain't no different from you. You just catching hell in Corinth. I'm catching hell over here in Thessalonica. You catching hell over there in Florida. I'm catching hell over here in Chicago. We, we what? We must through much. We must through with much tribulation enter into the kingdom of God. We don't go through a whole lot, a lot of stuff, but we're gonna make it though. Because our minds is fixed to make it like our forefathers was. Like our foremothers' minds was. Watch this. Um, John 10 and 10. Give me, give me John 10 and 10. Give me John chapter 10 verse 10. Check this out. The book of John chapter 10 and verse 10. The thief cometh not, but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. I am come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. Now, we heard this scripture. This is this is a woo in Christianity. Boy, they love this verse right here. I, and when I just read it, about four different gospel songs popped in my head based off that. They'll pull this verse up all day long. Not understanding what it's really talking about. Call and read it again. We're finna dig, 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 dig into this verse. The book of John chapter 10 and verse 10. The thief cometh not, but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. I am come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. So let me start with the latter for Christ is about life. Christ ain't demanding for nobody to suicide themselves. Let's establish that off the cuff. Christ is about life. Anybody that's professing to be a follower of Christ have to be talking about life. If I'm dealing with you, if I'm addressing you, anything coming from me, if I'm about Christ, have to be putting life into you. Let's establish that off the cuff, off the start, from the beginning. Now let's deal with the top part of this verse. Call and read again. The book of John chapter 10 and verse 10. The thief covet not, but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. So if Christ is about life, anybody coming with the opposite is what? A thief. Who's trying to encourage you that um encourage you to hurt yourself? Or to make things seem hopeless, or that you're not enough, or that you're not adequate. Who? That person is the one that's against Christ. You have to understand that. You have to acknowledge those folks that you're listening to or coming across or dealing with. What role is they playing? Is they here trying to help you or is they harming you? And you have to be able to distinguish between the difference. Christ said what? Read again. The thief cometh not before to steal 
and to kill and to destroy. You gotta remember now, Maggie. This is talking about in or out the truth. <laughs> in or out the truth. I, I, the, you almost said it's dealing with folks outside the truth, but those that have been around for a while, you have to start with those in the truth, so-called in the truth first. You have to be mindful who's trying to steal, kill, and destroy you. You have to be mindful. Because Christ ain't about that. Christ ain't trying to break your spirit to, to uh, didn't, didn't destroy you. Christ wants to um, break you to stop sinning, of course. <laughs> You're in the midst of sin. Yeah, the, the most high done created a set of circumstances to, to try and humble you and get you right. But if you being the right <laughs> and somebody trying to, to, to destroy you and, and, and steal from you or kill your spirit, that's not, that's an antichrist spirit. Understand the difference. Understand the difference. And a person that's dealing like that ain't Christ. Like, I don't care how many times they said, I don't care they start crying with it. I don't care if they got a long Hebrew name with it. I don't care how big and nice their garment is with it. The, like Christ said, you don't know a person by their fruits. It's accounts how Christ talked and how he dealt. But if you're not reading, you wouldn't know. That's why I said, blessed see the reader. Study, study, study. I'm going to read it again. It says, a thief cometh not, but for the steal, kill, and destroy. But Christ said, I, <laughs> I come to you, might have life and life more abundantly, a better life. That's the program Christ coming with. Those that are anti-Christ is coming with a program to make your life harder. It's just that simple. Right? So from there, Psalms 34. Give me Psalms 34 and 9. We're still dealing with some medicine. Psalms 34, I want verse 19. I'm sorry. Psalms 34, verse 19. The book of Psalms, chapter 34 and verse 19. Many are the afflictions of the righteous. Read again. Many are the afflictions of the righteous. Read again. Many are the afflictions of the righteous. Y'all do said the end part that was the righteous. What makes you righteous? The keeping of God's commandments and faith of Christ. But hold on. How is righteous and affliction in the same sentence? That's why I told you. Who told you because you're keeping God's laws, things is going to get easier? Where is that? Where is because you're keeping God's laws, you're not going to um, um, go through things. Your, your, your emotions ain't going to be um, all over the place at times. That You ain't going to have the same type of feelings and reactions that anybody else on the earth will have. The Bible don't say that. And we're going through scriptures to prove to you the Bible don't say that. We're going to scripture in the Bible showing people that were greater and better than us went through it, struggled. We've seen numerous ones took their own life. It was written for a time for us to learn. So we read about this. It says, what, 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 what happened? What, what did David want us to know? 
Many are the afflictions of the righteous. The righteous are going to go through things. We're going to go through things. Our things shouldn't be as bad as others because we know what to do to please the Lord and keep us um, from getting into certain situations. But we are going to go through things. We're here in the same land of our captivity. Read. But the Lord delivereth him out of them all. But look at what at the end of that. David said the Lord will deliver you out of all of it. You don't go through it, but guess what? It's not permanent. The Lord is going to help you out of this situation. But you got to be able to remember the Lord got an obligation to fulfill with you and not to cut him off. Get, a, get, get the most high chance to do what he said he was going to do. You're doing your job, right? You're keeping the commandments, right? Give him a chance to fix what, 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 what's going on. And it might not happen in the time speed that you needed to be done in, but it's going to happen because he ain't no liar. So watch this. Um, where we at? Give me Jude. Let's go to the book of Jude. Let's get some of Jude real quick. Give me the book of Jude. I want um, verse 18 through 23. The book of Jude, chapter, chapter 1, verse 18. Mm-hmm. How that they told you there should be mockers in the last time. Who shall walk after their own ungodly lust? See, um, we we read this verse a lot, but we really don't comprehend what, what we we a lot of times attribute um this stuff to people outside in the world, and it do fit them. But it fit folks who are pretending the so called being the truth as well. It's a dual thing. It says what again? The uh, these are they that. The book, Reading verse 18. The book of Jude, chapter 1 and verse 18. How that they told you that there should be mockers in the last time. That they're going to be mockers, mockers, mockers. A lot of folks, um, uh, a mocker is a person that make fun of, make light of, create doubt of something, right? It's going to be a lot of that in the last day. Oh man, you believe in the Bible, man? It's the white man's book, girl. You believe in Israel? Like you know that's a cult. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you in a cult, sister? You in a cult, brother? I know you don't believe no Bible. You following the white man's religion, and so forth and so on. Some of y'all done heard new, new terms and ways of mockery. But at the end of the day, what do you believe? Right? It says what? How that they told you there should be mockers in the last time who should walk after their own ungodly lusts. They don't walk up on the, hey, I, uh, um, all the folks that's doing the mockery about what you believe and how you roll and live your life according to the scriptures. Look at what they're doing. You honestly working a job dealing with the Christian boss or, or ungodly boss that don't want to respect your high holy days, that don't want to respect you 
want to maintain a beard or wear a dress and so forth and so on. And that comes with limitations at times, sometimes, not all the time, of promotions and things of that nature. But the person who's saying F God and everything, they got money. But how they got their money? They got money through OnlyFans? Um, PPP loan scams? <laughs> Doing little dirt here, nail on the side they ain't got caught with? That's the that's the positive alternative to what you're doing lawfully and legally. Think about some of this stuff. You and your husband is 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 is, is building a family and making it together. You might not be able to go um out the country five six times, but they go out the country, but they getting flown out to have sex with random men for money. Oh, random men's. You know, they, they had to do it with two or three men's over there in Jamaica. Five or six men's in Puerto Rico. That's the alternative to, to keeping God. We, gotta, we have to some, sometimes deal with some reality and some common sense and way to balance. The people that's mocking what you're doing in respect to your God and, and, and your customs and ways, look how they live it. And that's really the life to live. You want to have to do all that to get that? You have to be mindful. Don't let folks paint these fairy tale pictures. They ain't telling you what all they're doing down there in Jamaica, Puerto Rico. Ain't no telling what they're doing on their OnlyFans. There's some other little stuff they got going on. It's some new type of OnlyFans joints I just recently heard about. You have to hope the IRS don't look into into to that um, fake PPP. Um, app, no, all these different things, scamming and scheming. It sounds good. It might even look look good for a little while, but when it go bad, then what? They hitting you up to send up prayers for them, ain't they? <laughs> Pray for me, brother. Pray for me, sister. Man, I'm going through it, man. The man is on me. All these little different things. We have to be mindful that in the last days, it's not people, folks doing their own thing. And, it's, and in doing their own thing, it might look good a little bit. You know, you if, if you solely base it off Instagram and Facebook posters, a lot of folks is doing good. <laughs> they look good in them pictures. They look good in them little, them little short video clips. But once the but once the picture is done, once the record button is off in them seconds, what is life like for real behind that? They ain't telling you that. They'll never tell you that. So stop looking so bad in your situation like it's real bad. When some folks' situations is real bad. And you might rather deal with what you're dealing with than what they dealing with. And I'm trying to use very uh, general analogies right now. We're not mentioning nobody's business. The grass ain't so green on the other side that folks try and present. So watch this. Um, is it more on that? The book of Revelation, I mean, the book of Jude, chapter 1 and verse 19. I want you to read the, to, to verse 23. These these be they who separate themselves, sensual, having not the spirit. These folks don't have the spirit in them. They're emotional, read. 
but ye beloved, building up yourselves on your mo- most holy faith. So the Most High told us that we got to be able to build ourselves up upon our faith, upon what we believe, how we get down, what what we think things is. Not trying to fit everybody's own perceptions and, and, and views. What you believe. Read. Praying in the Holy Ghost. Uh-huh. Keep yourselves in the love of God, looking for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ mm-hmm. unto eternal life. Mm-hmm. And if some have compassion, making a difference. And others save with fear, pulling them out of the fire, hating even the garment spotted by the flesh. So watch this. Verse 20 says, but ye beloved, build up yourself on your on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. It's, it's talking about building yourself up on the scriptures, on the commandments, right? Keeping yourself in the love of God. Letting you know the kind of spirit you're supposed to be in. Keeping yourself in the spirit. Uh, it's a keep, keep yourself, excuse me. Keep yourself in the love of God. Looking for the mercy of the Lord Jesus Christ. Until, so what is that saying, Ryan? That's saying that we're supposed to be looking for what's going to happen in the future. See, a lot of times folks can only think think to play the long game when it comes to business or trying to invest money or in trying to um, any, any of these carnal things, tangible things on the earth. We ain't thinking about the long game spiritually because that's that's been so demonized through religions and movies and media. Uh, you know, and then, uh, 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 the folks that you choose to surround yourself around, or, or, around they demonize the belief. You don't forget that you're playing the long game spiritually. They playing the temporary game. Man, I'm going to get this money right now. I'm going to go in there and live it up right now. It's all about the right now, right now, right now, right now. And that's easy. That don't take no work. Any and everybody can do that. Everybody is doing that. But you know what's hard? Doing what God say do. You know what's even harder? Doing what God say do when you can do the opposite. And get what you want to do, what you want to do. That, that, it, it's different. A lot of folks don't know about that. But you do, brother. You do, sister. That's what the Lord said. Do not be weary in what? Well-doing. Don't be weary in well-doing. Because well-doing ain't praised. Well-doing ain't exalted. Well-doing ain't famous. Well-doing ain't viral. But we got to keep doing well, right? And it says in verse um, 22 and 23, and then some have compassion making a difference. And others say with fear, pulling them out of fire, hating even a garment spotted by them. So it, it, it goes to also that in building yourself up, there's different approaches to, to that. Everybody in the same. This it, it ain't a one trick pony on building somebody else. Some folks can can get built up with tough love. Some folks you got to deal with 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 white gloves, with soft hands with them. But nonetheless, whether each approach is to build a person up, it's not to destroy you. It, it ain't to make you now want to suicide, give up, throw in the towel. 
It's supposed to exhort you, motivate you, encourage you, strengthen you, build you up. That's two different things. We have to be mindful of that, right? On from now, from now, from now, from now. Give me James. I got to touch James. James chapter 5, verse 14. James chapter 5. I have to touch this one now. The book of James chapter 5 and verse 14. Uh-huh. Is any sick among you? Let him call for the elders Is of the church. Is there any sick among you? Is there any sick? Is this talking about you got a runny nose? You got a cough? <laughs> Excuse me. Is this, oh, I have a fever. What type of sick is this talking about here in, in, in the book of James? Help me out. I want to make sure y'all still here with me. I ain't been saying too many comments in the chat. What type of sick are you talking about? Is this Robitussin sick? Is this Vicks Rub sick? NyQuil sick? What type of sick is this talking about? It's very important for us to to, to identify the sick that, that is being spoken of right here in the book of James. Come on now. Miss Green, Princess, how y'all hit it on the head? It's talking about spiritually sick. If he was physically sick, oh, I have a broken finger, my, my nose running, I got a busted lip, I got a cut, you go to a doctor. They stitch that up, wrap that up. But we're talking about spiritual sickness. What you mean? It says what, Reed? Is any among you sick? Let him call for the elders of the church. See, this is where leadership come into very, it's, it's very, it's, you have to be mindful who you identify as your leader. Or even as your point person to come to when you're going through things. Man, make sure this person ain't, ain't, ain't battling with something that's worse than what you're dealing with. That that actually can help you. And not destroy you. It says what? It says, if is any sick among you, let him call for the elders of the church. And then he said, and what? And let them pray over him. They pose a prayer over you? Anointing him with the oil. They pose to anoint you with some oil? In the name of the Lord. In the name of the Lord. Right? Keep reading. And the prayer of faith shall save the sick. Mm -hmm. And the Lord shall raise him up. Mm -hmm. And if he have committed sins, they shall be forgiven him. Look at this. Wait a minute. Keep reading. Watch, watch, watch this. Confess your faults one to another, and pray one for another, that ye may be healed. Hold on. It went from the leaders being able to you. you if you're sick, you be able to come to leaders, and them being able to pray over you and to anoint you for all in the name of the Lord. But it ended with regular individuals in verse 16. Mm. Read verse 16 for, 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 for a minute. Confess your faults one to another and pray one for another that ye may be healed. Hold on, read that again. Confess your faults one to another 
and pray one for another that ye may be healed. What's going on in verse 16? That shows that the Lord is capable and willing with dealing with any believing brother and sister that's in the right spirit to help one with one another. A lot of times it makes it seem like, well, if you're not, again, we dealing with suicide, mental health, spiritual sickness. And a lot of the common repeated notions that, well, if you're not a part of a camp or you're not a part of a school or congregation, then, well, how can you fulfill this? That those are the only places where you can get healed. <laughs> if you got some sickness going on, the, 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 the people that the Lord is dealing with is on deck in, in those places. Only, only, only. Well, what is verse 16 talking about then? What is verse 16 talking about? That's between brother to brother, sister to sister. Believers who's keeping God's commandments and faith of his son and dealing right with each other. The Lord will do what? He'll be in the midst of that as well. How you know that? Read the verse again. Confess your faults one to another and pray one for another that ye may be healed. It's healing between just a, 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 a believing, a commandment-keeping brother, commandment-keeping sister. It's a power. The Lord is, it got a healing power between that as well. What you talking about, Ram? Keep, keep reading. The effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man. Hold on. Do it say the effectual fervent prayer of the elder? The effectual fervent prayer. No, of, the effectual fervent prayer of the chief high priest. Righteous man. Read again. The effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man. No, it, it, do, do, do it says general. Righteous man. R- read again. The effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. The prayer of a righteous brother, righteous sister. The most high going to answer that. It ain't predicated on rank. It ain't predicated on position. It's predicated is is on if you're righteous. What makes me righteous, Ramya? The keeping of the commandments and faith of his son. Our righteousness is in is in the doing of God's laws. We know that. So how can we let somebody appear make it? How can somebody let somebody make you believe? Let me put that. I'm not throwing myself in the mix on that one. I don't identify with that. Ain't no we in that one. But for brothers and sisters who, who, who will believe with no scriptural proof that healing can only be in uh, up under those circumstances or in those places when the Bible say different. And this ain't a broad stroke of all camps. Let's let, let me, I don't know why I got to keep saying that, but some folks want to just, no. Those that know, no. It, 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 it's, it's certain places that's on point in doing what the Lord say do. But we all know the places that are not. But I want to read that verse 16 again. Once again, we're dealing with healing scripture because a lot of these things is what bring on mental illness, what bring on doubt and tear folks down and weaken folks' spirits because they believe certain things. 
And because it's repeated over and over again and, 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 and folks that you hold dear in your eyes, their view and their opinion, they believe those things. You start to feel a certain way that might weaken your spirit and make you start having the wrong type of thoughts. As it is written, so we justified in our sins. So watch this. It says, confess your faults one to another. Pray for one another that ye may be healed. The effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. But you know what the main reason I went to that verse the Lord showed us in the Bible that if you're going through things, you're supposed to reach out. That's what Jude um, 5, verse 14 through 16, whether it's to your elder, your leader, or to um, believing brother and sister that's keeping God's commandments, if you're going through things, you have to reach out and get help. That's the main reason why I went there. I went, you know, broke it down a little bit more. But the main thing is, if you're going through problems, get help. It ain't nothing for you to deal with by yourself. The Most High got people in place, whether it's in the congregation setting with a leader or whether it's with a believing brother and sister that you know is keeping God's laws in favor of Christ. A solution supposed to be found to your problem. That's the main key piece. Give me the book of Matthew, chapter 17, verse 14. The book of Matthew, chapter 17. I want you to read verse 14 to 21 for me. The book of, the book of Matthew, chapter 17, verse 14. And, and when they were come to the multitude, there came a man... There came to him a certain man, kneeling down to him, and saying, Lord, have mercy on my son, for he is a lunatic mm -hmm. and sore vexed. For oftentimes he falleth unto the fire and oft into the water. So this man, his son, got some form. He has an issue. Some folks might term me he has a demon on him. Some folks will say he's having a mental issue. Nonetheless, he has an issue that need to be what? The man, the, the, the man is, 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 he has a problem and he went to Christ on it. He didn't try and deal with it and let that situation, and, and let that situation weaken and destroy his faith and spirit. I have an issue. Let me go and try and find a solution. Right? Read on. And I brought him to thy disciples and they could not cure him. Now I brought him to your, your man, Christ. And they couldn't deal with the matter. They couldn't fix it. What? What you had? It's some situations everybody can't deal with. Solutions ain't a one-trick pony. It's the reason why the Most High have. Um, I'm, I'm gonna give you a real example. It's the reason why the Most High have. Surgeons that deal with the brain, because uh, you need somebody, a person that's a a a, a, a person that's a um, what's the person deal with teeth? Um, a dentist. A dentist. It's, it's not a name for it. Yeah. But you wouldn't go to a dentist to deal with your brain. No. 
He has a certain area of expertise. A brain surgeon knows how to deal with the brain. A dentist know how to deal with the mouth. A OBGYN know how to deal with women's stuff. Or orthodontist. Thank you, sister. <laughs> so orthodontist, man. Um, it's certain folks with specific skill sets. Everybody don't have the knowledge of a brain surgeon. Everybody don't have the knowledge of a dentist. Everybody don't have the knowledge of an OBGYN or, or or of a um what's a um person that deal with dogs with animals? Uh, p- uh pediatrician. No, that's no. deal with babies. Um, uh, veterinarian. A veterinarian. Thank you. Veterinarian. It's certain folks with specific skills skill sets, right? Why is that important? We've seen here, right here, that the disciples was with Christ. They had power, but it was a situation that came up that was a little bit above their strength. Did that make the, the, the disciples weak? No. Or oh, not real disciples? No! What was written for time for us to learn was there might be certain issues that's above you. It ain't no way I know everything and I can deal with any matter. Is you crazy? Only Christ could do that. Nobody outside of Christ in the Bible was able to deal with any. Well, Solomon knew, knew had wisdom. So he probably could answer in, 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 in anything and everything. Probably. Only Christ the one who knew everything and everything. So, again, why is that important, Ramya? Shouldn't no brother or a sister feel like they have to know everything? Your job is to know, oh, your job is to know your limitations? And if it's above you, take it to the folks that got the above you type of skill set. It's just that simple. It still helps. It ain't like where there's no solutions. A lot of times the solutions stop at the person, the, the person that you went to for the solution don't have the ability or skill set to help you. But they should at least know enough, let me go get you the proper help. Is everybody following along with what I'm talking about? Recall and read that again. Very important. The book of Matthew chapter 7, the book of Matthew chapter 17 and verse 15. Lord, have mercy on my son, for he is a lunatic and sore vexed. For oftentimes he falleth into the fire and off into the water. And I brought him to thy disciples, and they could not cure him. Brought him to your men. They couldn't deal with it. Read. And then Jesus answered and said, O faithless and perverse generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I suffer you? Bring him hither to me. Mm-hmm. And Jesus rebuked the devil, and he departed out of him. Oh, Jesus did what? Rebuked the devil. And- so Christ had the skill set and the ability to bring a solution to that problem. Again, Christ had the ability and the skill set to deal with that problem. Did that make his disciples? Oh, oh, y'all can't none of y'all be disciples no more because y'all weren't able to deal with that. No, that was above them. But the problem got fixed. The problem got fixed. Read. And the child was cured from that very hour. Mm -hmm. Then came the disciples to Jesus apart and said, 
Why could not we cast him out? Now, did Christ put his disciples on blast? Why the hell, y'all? They couldn't cure that man. Y'all, y'all weak. Y'all stupid. Did, did he demonize them? Did he put them on blast? Did he blast them? Some of the things we thought is good old Israelite teaching and behavior, and we found out it's totally, a, it, it, there's no example of these things in the Bible. These are individual things. That folks get off on. It says now his disciples, that disciples was not able to deal with that matter. And it says, verse 19, and then the disciples, then came the disciples to Jesus apart. That means they went off to the side. They went privately. This wasn't in front of everybody. They took Christ to the side and said, What, Reed? Why could not we cast him out? Hey, how come we couldn't deal with this matter right here? What did Christ say? Because of your unbelief. Christ said, hold on. It's because of your unbelief. It wasn't even that you didn't have the ability to do it. You didn't believe you could do it. I'm going to say it again. It wasn't even that they didn't have the power to do it because they had the power to heal. They didn't believe it when it came to that matter. They lacked faith for a moment. Read. For verily I say unto you, if ye have faith as a grain of mustard seed, ye shall say unto this mountain, move hence to yonder place, and it shall remove, and nothing shall be impossible unto you. How bad this kind goeth not out, but by prayer and fasting. So watch this. He said, hey, look, only thing y'all got to do is get a little more training. Build your faith up. A little more training. Build your faith up. <clears throat> a little more training. Build your faith up, y'all. He, he didn't say, oh, um, let me take your title of disciple away from you. You non-demon casting out degro. He didn't say all that to him. You need a little more training. Y'all favor's a little bit weak on that. I got you. One time. And they kept it pushing. Heal some more folks. And Christ said what in verse 21? He said, how be it? This kind goeth not out, but by prayer and fasting. He said, but look, this kind of spirit that was on that individual, it takes a little bit more than what y'all was doing. Why is that important? Christ said, this kind go out by prayer and fasting. So when the sick was coming to, and remember all he was doing was touching and the people was being healed. It wasn't no extra. You just laying the hand on them. Bam. Whatever issue they had. They were straight now. Now he said when it came to this specific situation. It's a little bit more deeper than just the laying on the hands. That type of spirit comes out with prayer and fasting. Why is that important, Ryan? Because your situation, brother, sister, might want a little bit more. Hey, well, I'll be studying the scriptures, man. I'll be, I'll be praying. I'll be fasting. Guess what? You might need to couple that with some therapy. Somebody that's able to deal with a different aspect coupled with the scriptures. Not putting the scriptures off to the side. Not putting prayer and fasting to the side. But coupled with some specific expertise. Those things written the four time was written for our learning. 
They was casting out spirits just with land, with just touching folks before, but till they ran across someone that that spirit wasn't moving, no matter how many times you touched it with your hand. Christ said, no, 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 no. This was a little bit different. This one can only come out by prayer and fasting. You need a different type of skill set. Is everybody following along with that? It's quite simple. I'm trying to make it as, as plain as possible to comprehend in layman and relatable terms. From there, was that verse um, 21? Yep. Um, go to the book of Mark. The book of Mark, chapter 11, verse 24. The book of Mark chapter 11 verse 24. Therefore I say unto you, what things soever ye desire, when ye pray, believe it that ye receive them, and ye shall have them. Call and read it again. The book of Mark chapter 11 verse 24. Therefore I say unto you, what things soever ye desire, when ye pray, believe that ye receive them, and ye shall have them. So when you send up prayers, you communicate with the Father. Just like, use the same analogy, if you can, dealing with a parent or a guardian. When you come into them, you ain't coming to them. You come to them because you know, I'm about to tell you something that I know you, 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 you can fix. I ain't heard no, not one child. And I got children, a whole bunch of them. I ain't heard not one child come up to a parent and says, I think I may want, can I have something to eat? Nope. Y'all ever heard, heard, heard a child say that? Parents with kids, when kids come to ask you to eat, do, do uh, they say, do, do, do they have a doubt in them being hungry? They say, no, I'm hungry. I'm thirsty. Some of us would say, hey, can I get some McDonald's? Can I, can, can I get some chicken? Can I have some cake? Can I have some fruit? They're, they're specific. They ain't coming with no, I think I might, I'm maybe. maybe hungry. No, we ain't never heard that. Same thing when we come to our father. He said, do what? Call and read again. The book of Mark chapter 11 and verse 24. Therefore, I say unto you, what things soever ye desire, when ye pray, believe that ye receive them, and ye shall have them. So that goes into faith. Whatever that situation is, you bring it before the Most High. Bring it before the Most High. Get some counsel and get some solutions. Be mindful who you counsel with, who you talk to your problems with. Because, again, is the person going to tell you uh, a right solution? Or a person's going to make you feel bad about the situation that you're in. From there. Um, the, all that, give me um, Hebrews 4 and 16. Hebrews 4 and 16. Just to back up what we just read in Mark. The book of Hebrews chapter 4 and verse 16. Let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace. Come boldly mean confidently read. That we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. Y'all see that? Lord, you know, if you want to, please, you know, most I look. Once again, the most I want to hear from you. I got this going on, that going on. Hey, I need your help. This is, this is horrible. It's terrible. 
Whatever the case may be, talk to him like you talk to your father. That's why he said he's your heavenly father. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But some folks, you know, he ain't had no daddy. So you got to think about, you know, guardian, your mom, you know, talk to him straight up like as a, a parent, if you will. We can use that term. All right? Um, did we read Hebrews 4.16? Okay, um, from there, go to um, 1 Peter's. Chapter 3, verse 12. 1 Peter's chapter 3, verse 12. The book of 1 Peter, chapter 3, and verse 12. Listen good to this right here. For the eyes of the Lord are over the righteous, and his ears are open unto their prayers, but the face of the Lord is against them that do evil. So I, I, th- this, is, this, is, this, is, this is one of the most powerful scriptures in, 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 the, in, in the Bible. One of the, one of the most powerful ones. Because this right here put, should put your righteous mind at ease. It should put your righteous mind at ease. Why, why Ram? Read, read again. Watch, watch this. For the eyes of the Lord are over the righteous. The most high is watching you. His eyes is on the righteous. He see you trying to keep the laws there. He see the 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 um treatment that's going against you. He see everything. But he wants to be my eyes is on the righteous folks. Cause sometimes when you're keeping God's laws, you 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 start feeling like the Lord don't don't see what's going on. You seeing every ungodly person, uh, ungodly person, be successful and succeed and, and and have very little kickback, so forth and so on. But again, these things are written for time for learning. As it is written, so we justified in our sins. For the eyes of the Lord are over the righteous, and look at this, and He's not just looking. He ain't just using his eyeballs. It says, and his ears are open. Read. Unto their prayers. Unto what? Their prayers. Unto what? Their prayers. That's why you got to pray. A lot of folks don't pray that much. It's kind of hard when when, you're going through things. You go go through enough stuff, sometimes you'll stop praying at all. Because you'll start thinking that, man, this man ain't hearing me. I might not be as righteous as I think I am. But the Lord said, what? It said, and his ears are open to their prayers. You will get the Lord's attention before anybody else in the world. How was that? Things bad. You know, I'm going, this going on, that's going on. Yeah, he, he know, he's looking exactly what's going on. But again, he's trying to see is you're going to do what you know to do. He see that. The Bible says, I was on the righteous. But your righteous behind ain't told him nothing. He, he ain't heard how you feel, how it's affecting you, nothing. Just, you know, he, he know he's looking, he should know. It says, and his ears are open to their prayers. What did our forefathers and mothers do? Whenever Israel called hell, what did they do? Pray. Whenever your great forefathers and mothers called hell, what did they do? They cried out to the Most High. What did our people do in Egypt? What, what did our people do in all these captivity when they were catching hell? We cried unto, unto the Lord. You're going through your situation, you ain't finna let God know what's good? How it's affecting you? How you disgusted with it? How you tired of it? 
Even if you ain't speaking positive about the situation, you still want to hear about it. Get it off your chest. He says what? And his ears are open unto their prayers. Uh-huh. But the face of the Lord is against them that do evil. <laughs> Hold on. Let's see. Y'all thought the, 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 the majority of this resting assurance was in the beginning of that verse. It's really at the end of that verse. But them, but the face of the Lord is against them that do evil. It's a whole lot of folks think that they, the Lord is with them. It's a whole, hey, and they can persuade a whole lot of people. We see a lot of preachers on TV, TBN, Word Network, all this. It's a whole lot, it's a whole lot of people doing evil and saying that God is blessing them, that is that God is with them, that the Lord is using them, so forth and so on. But your righteous behind is supposed to know 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 12, the bottom of it says, but the face of the Lord is against them that do evil. That's why it's important to keep on keep, keep, keeping the commandments. You know who the Lord dealing with and who he ain't dealing with. You know who Satan is using and who he ain't using. Watch this real quick. Go to Ecclesiasticus. I'm almost done. I'm almost done. I told y'all I had, I had a whole bunch of scriptures. Because <sighs> we dealt with a whole lot of, um, remember the Bible coupled with specific care and help to your need is a is a is is the ultimate solution to, to a lot of different matters y'all did, did dealing with. Ecclesiasticus, I want chapter 37. All I want is verse 7 and 8. 7 and 8. The book of Ecclesiasticus, or Surah, chapter 37 and verse 7. Every, every counselor extolleth counsel. Hold on, so, so, so look at this real quick. What do y'all think a counselor is? Help me out. What's another word for counselor? You can, you can Google this. What is another term for counselor? I'm gonna give y'all some time, and, I, and I'm taking my time because I want to speed through. Because after this conversation that we're having, right, as folks listen to a lot, like I said, I know we all look at a lot of the different things, but when you hear certain things, you should automatically know this ain't the Lord right here at all. We're going through these scriptures to be able to discern between things. Discernment is serious and necessary. So when it comes to counselor, what is another term for it? I see Ms. Green say advisor. What else? It's another one I'm looking for. So another one I'm looking for. I want you to call and read it. Share, 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 for me. The book of Ecclesiasticus or Sirach chapter 37 and verse 7. Every counselor extolleth counsel. Mm-hmm. But there is some that counseleth for himself. Mm-hmm. Beware of a counselor and knoweth before what need he hath. Hold on. Wait a minute. Thank you, sister. Tiffany, let me post what you had up here. 
that's what we are know know as of today. One of the terms. If you look up, look it up. One of the is it called synonyms? Mm-hmm. You will see therapists there. In the carnal world, they understand what counsel what counsel was about. And one of the activities of a therapist fall upon a counselor. So watch this real quick. And I'm going to touch this in, in, in a few minutes. Um, but, I, but, I, but it says, well, I want you to call and read it. I want you all to look at this very, very good. The call bo- and read it. The book of Ecclesiastes, or Swire, chapter 37, verse 7. Mm-hmm. Every counselor extolleth counsel. Every counselor is supposed to give counsel. That's what, they, that's what they're saying. If you're a counselor, you're supposed to give counsel. Read but there is some that counsel it for himself. But there are some counselors that would give counsel for themselves. So there are folks that folks will come to on an issue and they will try and manipulate that issue for gain for themselves. This ain't nothing new. We're supposed to know about these spirits and be able to catch them when they arise up. Not make excuses, not minimalize, not try and put switcheroo in, in, in effect. Oh, this person right here is counseling for themselves. They're not trying to deal with my issue. Oh, they're trying to play me. They're trying to manipulate me. They're trying to use me. How you know that? Because I've been studying. I, I, I've been catching it's certain key things the Lord's left for us um, to um, catch things off of. Watch this. Read. Beware of a counselor and know before what ye, what need he has. See, verse 8 is where it says, beware of a counselor. So he ain't saying that, no, you don't supposed to get counsel. Everybody always got counsel. But he's telling you to keep your eyes open. Be alert. Be cautious of, the, uh, uh, of certain type of counselors. You mean what? And know before what need he has. For he will counsel for himself, lest he cast a lot upon thee. So what is he saying? Then? You better know who, who are you going to. So again, if I'm dealing with, let's say for instance, that I was dealing with suicidal thoughts, right? That, and, and let's say that I was a part of an organization or a congregation or a school. And let's say uh, in, in, in the midst of that structure, there is a chain of command, right? Meaning that um, certain people is set in place for you to come to first and then second and then there so forth and so on. Correct. Now, if I'm dealing with suicide and my first person of contact is somebody that's old enough to be my to be my son. But he has position and rank. Ain't lived life. He's half my age. Is that the person you'll go to if you're dealing with some suicide issues? I'm just happy. I'm just asking. Let me make the um, example a little bit more clear. I'm more clear. Would I go to McDonald's and walk up to the cashier up and, and, and ask that person about helping me with suicide? That cashier at McDonald's know if you want a number one, two, three, if you want a large, do you want dessert with it? 
You want a kitty meal? Come on, friend. They know about that. They don't know nothing about it. It ain't no difference. Certain issues have to be dealt professionally. You need somebody with expertise. Again, you wouldn't go to a dentist saying, can you remove this aneurysm on my brain? The dentist don't have that skill set. His skill set is specifically what? It's dealing with the mouth. But that dentist will say, you know what? You need, the dentist will say, well, you know what? Hell, I know how to do teeth. Teeth shouldn't be no different from the brain, so let me try. No, he'll be like, you know what? Oh, no, nah, bro. I only deal with, with teeth. I don't even know how to do nothing with the brain. But guess what? I know somebody who can deal with the brain. He pulls a, a good counselor pass that thing on to capable, incompetent hands. That's common sense, right? But it seems like common sense done what? Ran the hell out the truth. And we have a lot of brothers and a lot of sisters that got issues and they ain't getting no problems because, again, the people that they are designated to deal with those issues are not competent. And they're not even acknowledging their competency. Position don't make you an expert in, in all matters. So watch this real quick. Um, where is we at? Surah 37 and 9. Yeah, I want you to read down to verse. Hold on. From there, from there, from there. Um, how much time we got? Let me speed this up. Proverbs 11 and 4. Let's, let's deal with some more. The Bible showing us to get help, to get counsel ASAP. If, if we if we going through issues, we are always been the people to go and get the proper help. Not any kind of help. The proper help. Proverbs 11 and 4. Richest prophet, not in the day of Call wrath. Call and read it. The book of Proverbs chapter 11 and verse 4. Richest prophet, not in the day of wrath. But righteousness delivereth from death. So richest prophet, not in the days of wrath. But righteousness delivered from death. Why is that important? Money don't solve everything. <laughs> and I want a lot of times, um, and we done showed this with celebrities, sadly, who took their lives. They had all the money in the world, more money than the same type of money. You you say that, hey, if I had this money. Man, I'll be straight, Joe. Man, I'll be able to do this. These folks had that same money and still did the same thing. It's about righteousness. It's about having a divine spiritual understanding to be able to help you when matters come. Brothers that under brothers and sisters that understand the program of the most high, you are valuable. You're more valuable than a lot of you are the most valuable folks walking around. Because you actually know how, um, how to what deal with matters. You know that, hey, you know what, hey, this is, a, a, you're able to discern things 
interpret things. You better put some respect on yourself. Quit minimalizing yourself so much. So watch this. Um, Isaiah 30 and 1. Isaiah 30 verse 1. We're almost done. The book of Isaiah chapter 30 and verse 1. Mm-hmm. Woe to the rebellious children, saith the Lord, that take counsel, but not of me. You see this? The Lord said destruction to his children that ain't coming to him. That ain't trying to get help. Read. But that cover with the covering. Ain't nothing wrong with me. I'm all good. I'm straight. I'm copacetic. The Lord ain't requiring now one believing brother or sister to put up a fake affront. You ain't going up for um the Academy Award. You ain't going up for um what's these awards they be giving folks? Academy Award, uh, all these yeah. uh, all these actor actor of the year. You 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 the Lord ain't asking you for you to be an actor. The Lord wants you to be a whole person. He wants you to be a whole person. You got some issues. You got some stuff to deal with. So watch this. Um, read on. But not of my spirit, that they may add sin to sin. It says, it says that cover with a covering, but not of my spirit, that they may add sin to sin. What, what is that important? You got to be mindful of folks saying there ain't nothing wrong with you. You know, that's just how I am. That's just how you is. You know, your daddy was like that. Oh, your mama was like, oh, you just like your grandma. No. Hold on. What is you attributing to? Something wicked? I ain't trying to be the same wicked that they was. Now, if it was something righteous, oh, yeah, I, 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 I could put some honor on that. But I don't want to have the banner of being um, the same wickedness of somebody else in my family. No, we can't add sin to sin. Well, you know, your grandma was crazy and your, and your mama crazy. And you just crazy like your mama. No, it's on the end here. The, 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 crazy, the, the crazy shriek is ending now. A lot of brothers and sisters on here and, and who's going to be hearing this conversation, we have a lot of y'all breaking gen- generational curses. A lot, a lot of us come from terrible stock. Damn near look cursed type of stock. But the most high has blessed you to be the one to end it. And ending things is not easy. Breaking the chain is not easy. But we the ones the most high them put up to that task for our family line. So take some honor in that, brother. Take some honor in that, sister. Many folks before you failed in your family line. Everybody was an alcoholic. Everybody was on drugs. Everybody in their mom was, was whoring and doing, game banging and doing all. No, 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 no. It stopped with you now. And that's not easy. A lot of demons are, is, is on that train. Put some respect on your position, brother and sister. Watch this. Um, Job chapter 4, verse 18. Two more scriptures and, and, and we up out here. Job chapter 4, verse 18. The book of Job chapter 4 and verse 18. Behold, he put no trust in his servants, and his angels he charged with folly. Read, read again. Hold on, is that what I wanted? Job chapter 
No, I think I put I wrote down the wrong thing. Hold on. Is it Joel 14? Oh. That ain't what I want. <laughs> Y'all excuse me. Sometimes I be writing stuff down. You know how I mean. Yeah, you go on, you go on. Let's skip that one. I ain't the right one. Um, Sirach. Sirach 8 and 17. Sirach chapter 8 verse 17. Let me look at it first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want that. The book of Sirach chapter 8 and verse 17. Listen good. Consult not with a fool. Hold on, what? Consult not with a fool. Read again. Consult not with a fool. Read. For he cannot keep counsel. So the, the Lord is letting us know. We have to be mindful. Who we go to for help. For those in the world, like I said, in the world, you would not go. To Chuck E. Cheese. Looking for a dentist. You wouldn't go to the um to the the circus looking for a I'm trying a lawyer. <laughs> you know, it's just it, it, we all make know if 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 I have a legal issue, I need to go find a lawyer. I'm not going to Burger King. Why you been? And I, I'm using something so plain and as, as an example. Is the same thing. Your situation is just that serious. You have certain situations. Go to a person that specifically deal with those situations, brother and sister. The Lord said to do what? Consult not with a fool. The Lord said, do not consult with a fool. Who will be a fool? You will be a fool to go to a person with no expertise only because they have a rank. And I'm using things relatable now. I'm not this, this conversation is specific to Israelites that's in specific places. Because I came across too many situations, specifically myself, of folks Saying, well, I went here and I went there to 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 this, and 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 they didn't get the help. And a lot of folks think, well, I have to go to this specific person and deal with them because they have this rank, and and that rank supposed to be equivalent to some supreme spiritual knowledge to be able to deal with any and every matter. Or let me check check this out. Even if some, baby, you moved your issue all the way up the chain to whoever the leader of the camp or congregation or church is, that don't mean he, that person has the expertise to be able to deal with the matter that you're dealing with. It's a little bit more deeper than quoting or repeating Bible scriptures. I'm gonna just name a, a, a few a, a few events, and I ain't talking about nobody. You'll never get me to speak on nothing specific with nobody. 
But I done came across too many situations. Again, folks, I, I know folks who came from homosexual lifestyles that came into the truth and found it challenging to deal with brothers in the truth because they told other brothers what they was dealing with. And the most high God know I'm not lying. I know sisters that they came in as, as lesbians. Sadly, counsel with somebody and again, you're counseling with a fool because that fool did what? It says what? At the end of that verse, uh, 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 on the uh, next part of that verse. For he cannot keep counsel. That means a person can't, cannot keep, a person can't keep what they what, uh, you told them. So now they told somebody, oh yeah, and hey, 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 you know that sister right there used to be a lesbian, yeah. And all this thing you told them in confidence and counseling about something. Now folks know what you're battling with. I know folks who came in uh, with AIDS, HIV, hey, with, uh, with uh, serious disease. Mention it to somebody in council, and now folks are just letting folks know here and there. And these are different things that what now 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 how do you think a brother or sister is gonna feel? That now something that they themselves didn't tell everybody, a lot of folks know now that they never told everybody um about. You think that don't play on their mental? You don't think that play on their spirit? Do you, you don't think what kind of damage that brother and sister have? It's too many issues I heard be on the back end of stuff that you're like, damn. And a lot of these folks ain't around to even try and rectify or fix. But that hurt happened amongst believers, allegedly. So what's the solution then? We have to apply the Bible. We have to apply the scriptures. The Bible tells us about we're supposed to have counsel. So we're supposed to go and get help for, for things. But it ain't just going to any and everybody. It has to be a diligent inquisition. It has to be specific. And those that know online know I'm not lying. Come on, like I said, those that know, know. And what we're trying to get to now, well, who was it? Where it happened then? Oh, that don't solve nothing. We're trying to now prevent things from ever happening again. Some folks got mental issues. A lot of folks battling with um schizophrenia. It's folks battling with um bipolarness. These the different things need certain medical treatment with it. Along with scriptures, of course. You never discount the scriptures. But it's specific skill sets and needs to certain things that's above what a school congregation camp is offering. And it can't be demonized that folks with that is something wrong with them. It's married couples, it's brothers and sisters married to spouses that have certain issues or had certain things done to them in the past. God forbid they have some marital issues and they get they they in the council and convey certain things. And again, what happened? Um, read read uh, the verse again. Consult not with a fool, for he cannot keep counsel. Your information. Guess what? 
A professional therapist can't tell your damn business. I'm going to say it again. A professional therapist cannot tell your business. It's not going to be on social media. It can't be utilized in a class as edification. Or correction. They're bound legally. Hell, they got to jump through a lot of hoops to get them in court to, to us. And I, I, I think it's, it's very few cases where they can actually make them say something in court about you. Is you hearing what I'm saying to you? Certain things, brothers and sisters. Not, not, not mad you. I'm not negating certain bonds and, and, and friendships that you have established through trials with a brother and sister. But the random telling of business, telling severe matters to random folks because they have a, a spot or place might hurt you more than help you. Matter of fact, I, 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 I'm going to go out and say it will, it will hurt you more than help you. The Most High told us again, read, call and read, read that verse again. The book of Sirach, chapters 8 and verse 17. Consult not with the fool, for he cannot keep counsel. Consult not with a fool. For them, let me tell you something. And I'm going to tell you a, a, a harsh truth. And the Most High be the judge. Majority of folks will tell your business. It don't matter if it's the, the low-ranking man all the way up to upper Folks are going to talk about your business. It's very few people that know how to hold their tongue and hold something to them. Very few. I'm talking about 98, 99% of folks are going to repeat your business. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to be honest with you. It's very few folks built like me or, or like you, some folks. Certain folks, hey, you tell me something, it's, it's between us. I'm not rehearsing that to nobody else. It's very few. Everything is about talking and liking and likes and show and popping all this stuff, peacocking. It's all about that now. I'm trying to get to, if you have some real issues, you got to go get some real help. You get your spiritual um, peace and you got to be mindful who you're getting your spiritual peace from. Scripture talking about somebody might counsel for themselves. You have to be mindful. It's, it, it's a hard pill to swallow, but it's the truth. You have to be mindful. We're dealing with solutions. We're dealing with solutions. We ain't going with this whole fake thing that all, all because folks got um, a hair covering on or got a big beard or got big fringes, long names or high numbers of ranks that they are super duper righteous. That's not it. That's not the measuring stick. You have to prove people. And you don't prove a person by telling them, you, telling them your most severe, your most intimate issue. And I know a lot of folks, you know, especially sisters, that's how y'all bond. A lot of sisters make bonds 
off beef. You know, you had a problem with a sister and she had a problem with that sister too. So y'all cool because both of y'all don't like that sister. You had, you had a problem with that brother. He had a problem with that brother. So both of y'all don't like that brother. So y'all cool off that. That's the foundation of y'all relationship. Get me mad for them trauma bonds. It takes time to know people. But dealing with severe issues like that, you don't have time to get to know for. You need to put some, some professional help. And I advocate for getting special help. The other process don't work. <laughs> 99% of folks going to tell your business in them places. And the sad and almost unfixable thing is when it's brought up in the, in the middle of a class. You're like, how in the hell did they know about who? And you know who you told about it. And now you just shame that that's out now. That, that, that now that your proven was with such a intimate piece of information, serious piece of information, delicate piece of information. We have to be mindful. We have to be mindful. Call and read that again. The book of Sirach chapter 8 and verse 17. Consult not with the fool, for he cannot be keep counsel. So a person that, not, uh, well, how would you know they're a fool? When they didn't keep what you told them, it proved that they was the fool. When you told them that what you told them and it got repeated, somebody else outside of who you told it was, they identified themselves in that verse to be the fool. You got that? Hebrews 2 and 1. My prayers is that um, I pray everybody um, have watched all three pieces of this conversation. Um, I pray the most high that, that brothers and sisters get the help that they really need. Our people will be so much more a lot more will be done in this captivity if we was able to deal with the, the small but big issues in our personal lives that create hurdles. If brothers could really get a handle on the different things that LM and sisters could really get a handle on the things, it's, it would be amazing with the things that we could be able to accomplish. It would be amazing. Hebrews 2 and 1. The book of Hebrews chapter 2 and verse 1. Therefore we ought to give the most, the more earnest heed to the things which we have heard, lest at any time we should let them slip. So we went through a whole lot. We went through three conversations um, talking about suicide. The most high don't want nobody to take their life. And brother, sister, whatever that issue is that you're dealing with, Ryami is telling you to get the help that you deserve. You deserve to be a whole person. You deserve to be a complete person, a person that can do what the Most High is calling them to do. You need it. The Most High ain't woke none of us up for nothing. Contrary to what, folks, uh, the Lord, the, the Lord ain't woke you up to be a servant up under some some other folks. I'm sorry, it, it ain't. It ain't a way in the Bible. But the most high woke you up to be effective. And yeah, the little thing you're battling with, that's an issue. Fix it. Fix it. I know some of y'all thought that therapy was uh, of the devil. Some of y'all thought that only white people were therapists. I, I, I'm going to keep, um, I'm, um, I'm, I'm in the midst of making 
a promo for for um for the therapist that we had on here last week, um, so I can have it on the show to run it all over again to show you that that it's people that look like us, talk like us, think like us that does that service that work. You don't have to now try and explain things away and have folks understand your your religious beliefs and all this stuff to try and go through that whole piece to get to dealing with the main issue that you're trying to get fixed. Nah, nah, nah. Them, them things are out the way now. We don't fix specifically what's going on and now you're finna be a bad brother. You're finna be a bad sister. Because now you don't have nothing holding you back making you feel insecure, inadequate, not enough. So all praise to, to, to the Most High. Um, we read Hebrews 2 and 1, right? Um, Lord's willing, next week, same time, same channel. We, done, um, we got some more stuff to talk about. Um, again, 1-800-273-8255. One eight hundred two seven three eight two five five. That's a nationwide number. Um, for let me post this up real quick. Let me take this banner down so y'all can see it. Um, the sister that was on us with us last week, um, Tracy Radman. The number there is three one two three eight eight fifteen oh five, and the website. Is axcare.org. That's A C T S C A R E dot org. All right. The name of that company is Adults and Child Trauma Services. All right. And it ain't just her, it's other sisters, it's brothers there that will be able to get you the help that you need. Y'all, um, if you're not familiar with who she is, you can go back to our previous last week's um part two, rather of this conversation and you can see um what the sister is about and what her knowledge is all right um and 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 she understand who she is as far as nationality wise so a lot of stuff you don't have to be trying to explain and not offend and you none of that you be able to get the help that you need man and maybe it's not you maybe you're good and all glory to the most time but you might know somebody that needs some help now you got uh, uh, some information. Now you have a tool. And I will pray the most high that you that, that you afford that alone to them and encourage them. That's the one thing our people don't don't do. We 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 somebody got something bad going on, we just, you know, we let we we let them down that hill alone. Then once they die, we talking about, oh yeah, you know, uh, that, that was a good brother, that was a good sister. Okay. Let's do our part. Let's do our part again. Let me bring this up again. I'm working on a, um, a promo for it. But um, Adult and Child Trauma Services. Their website again is A-C-T-S-C-A-R-E.org. Axcare.org. All right. Um, and Miss um, Tracy Radman is one of the many therapists that's um there at that services. So we got tools. The most high got solutions out here for us. We just gotta use it. 
The Most High is slowly but surely taking away every excuse that you have that you can't do what he woke you up to do. So let's put in that work, all right? Um, again, I want to thank every, every brother and sister for um, for tapping in and also for definitely sharing, sharing the, um, the content, all right? We got a lot of work to do, and we don't get it done. Um, I want to mention as well real quick. Man, I didn't get a chance to bring up these. Let me see, can I shoot through this real quick? Um, suicidal thoughts aren't just saying I want to die. It's other little th- things as this. I need a break from reliving trauma. No one cares if I'm alive. These are different things you be mindful in your conversations with those that you love. Be mindful of these different verbiage. I am such a burden. My loved ones would be better off without me. Be, be listening out for these terms. I want to stop suffering. Um, what's the point of continuing? I need a break from living. Okay. Um, I feel trapped. I need a way out. There's no future. I want to live in. Um, I need an escape from this cycle of negative thoughts. Okay. Life is pointless now. Got to watch this stuff. Sleep doesn't give me the relief I need from my suffering. All right. We have to be mindful of, uh, of these things. All right. Um, hold on. The body actually, um, um, manifests when you're going through things. Um, headaches, a lot of that um, comes from being o- overwhelmed. Um, when you're grinding your teeth, certain that can be anger, stomach nausea, that could be signs of anxiety, all right? Um, poor posture, some of that might be attributed to fear, all right? Um, picking at your skin, biting your nails, those are signs of stress. All right, let me show y'all something else. Um, emotional exhaustion. Have y'all ever heard this before? Emotional exhaustion occurs if someone feels overwhelmed by factors in their life. That may be, um, they may believe that they have a lack of control over their life or they may not be correctly balancing self-care with life demands. Symptoms, changing mood, anger, irritability, anxiety, um, depression, fa- um, failure, lack of motivation, hopelessness, um, um, thinking, thinking, difficulties, confusion, um, difficult concentrating for uh, forgetfulness, lack of imagination, loss of memory, physical changes. Th- these are the different things. A lot of folks have things called emotional exhaustion. I want y'all to look this stuff up. Um, physical, um, physical. Changes is a change of appetite, digestive problem, headaches, um, heart palpitations, weight loss or weight gain. All right. Look at this. It says triggers of emotional exhaustions going through significant life changes, such as divorce or death of a loved one. Um, being a caregiver a lot. This happens a lot with parents, a lot. Um, emotional exhaustion. When you're a caregiver, you have to deal with kids. Lord have mercy, all right? Um, Experiencing financial stress, all right? Having a baby or raising children, I mentioned that right there. Being homeless, all right? Um, Juggling several things at once, such as work, family, and school. Um, Living with chronic medical conditions, working long hours, and working in a high-pressure environment. All right, Um, real quick, some coping mechanisms for the emotional exhaustion 
practicing mindfulness. You need self-care. You might need therapy. You have to find a way to reduce that stress. Um, making some lifestyle changes is a must. Maintain a healthy work-life balance. So um, these are some different things that I, I um, picked up on that I wanted to um, share with y'all. You can have both God and a therapist. I can't say this enough. I can't post this enough. The Most High wants us to be whole. We talk about the curses all the time. Deuteronomy 28, verse 15, read. All the way down to verse 68. Y'all don't think it's no after effects to that stuff? It is. Half that stuff is still going on now. It's a lot to deal with. And the Most High got solutions and remedies in place if we acknowledge it. All right. Um, I, I always want to mention um, these schools. Israel School of Excellence, 219-979-2026. Israel School of Excellence.org is the website. And I want to, um, what's the other school? Hold on one second. The time has come to rethink education and how families educate their children. Recent events have given families the privilege to experience greater control over how their children are educated and where. Coming conditions will likely make families want to maintain that control. Let a high academy help you be intentional about your students' education and learning experience at a tuition rate almost anyone can afford. Through Ohio Academy's community-customized scholarship program, groups of 10 can enroll with a tuition rate that ranges between $25 and $150 per month. Ohio Academy is a nationally accredited education system. Students can be located anywhere in the states and school with members of their group only. We use a high-quality, rigorous curriculum that is engaging. For more details, call us at 888 888- Four five nine five five three seven, or email us at admin at ahiaacademy dot org. That's admin at ahia a h a y a h academy dot org. So until next time, y'all. Um, same time, same channel. We got some more stuff to talk about with different um topic, different conversation. We don't have next week. Um, it told me uh, remember to say, <laughs> um, like. What is it? Like, comment. Like, share, subscribe. Say it again for me. Like, share, and subscribe. Like, comment, share, subscribe. Whatever that is. <laughs> All right. Um, with that in session, long, hey, happy Sabbath to everybody. Enjoy the rest of your Sabbath. Um, endure, brothers. Endure. It's people that care about you. Um, don't ever let the ills of this wicked life um, overcome you. All right. Make sure you maintain some self care. Have some time to yourself, sister, brother. Do 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 something fun. That's righteous and legal. <laughs> do something fun that's righteous and legal. All right. You know what I'm saying. But um, maintain your self care. All right. Um, there's people that need you. There's people that love you. You are important. The Most High got you around for a reason. Don't minimize that. All right. So until next time, um, again, happy Sabbath, happy new year, happy new moon to everybody. Um, love every one of y'all. Thank y'all for the support again. Thank y'all for um, sharing the content. Let's keep on building. Um, I'm working on some things. I'm working on some things. And it's a little bit, taking a little bit longer than what 
I would like to, but slow motion is better than no motion. So um, with that, we don't say shalom. Until next time, all right? Thank you for tuning in to About Them Laws Podcast, where information and application equals elevation. My mission is to provide information that will inspire the minds of my people as we change and progress. Don't forget to subscribe to this YouTube channel. Follow King Rahamia and Baltham Laws Podcast on all social media outlets to stay up to date on future podcast topics and much more. Thank you. And thank you again for your support as I keep it real, righteous, and always relevant. Peace.